Hey, what's up? Welcome back to PJ's son, your old buddy Dom. This is episode 16. We're getting our uh we're getting our driver's license soon. You got your ringer off? Yeah. Okay. Um, I today is a fun and it, it's a real special one for me. I've got my buddy Brady um doing the podcast with me. Brady, say hey. Hey, how's it going? It's going fucking a whole lot better. Uh, Brady and I had an experience uh, Friday afternoon that I wanted to get on here and tell you guys about, and I thought it'd be cool. We thought it'd be cool um, to kind of get like that perspective from both of us. So um, Brady uh, used to live a couple houses down. He and I and Pat, who you guys know, we came on here. Uh, we're all neighbors. So uh, Brady and his family moved out a few years back um, up the highway a little bit. And uh, but we've all still kind of kept in touch and hung a few times and shit like that. Um, Brady living here, you were always how long have you been hunting your whole life? Pretty much. Um, no, I probably started, you know, high school, like early high school, late okay. middle school and really got into it, you know, late high school. Yeah. Yeah. Where were you? Where were you born and raised? Where are you? You're not from St. Right Charles. Yeah. Oh, oh, are you? Yeah. You just minutes. always had property. Yeah. So we, we own yeah, family owned land um, up north. OK. Um, so, yeah. So when you lived here, folks at home, when Brady lived here, he always had his bow out and his block out, and he was always shooting and always bringing home deer and total outdoor guy. Um, so you guys all know my history. Um, born and raised single mom. Uh, hunting was just never really introduced to me um, other than my friends. Uh, as I've told you guys, I always had a huge respect um, for animals, hunting, conservation, the, the whole thing. Uh, it was even more important to me growing up because I knew, you know how you had those buddies. If you started in high school, like and I, Brady and I just had this fucking whole talk in a deer blind the other day, <laughs> but, uh, growing up like the Jenkinses, they would all, they would all hunt. Right. Yep. So when they would get home from a cool weekend, generally they all kind of process their own meat. So we were eating like when they got back on Sunday, we were over there eating, right? Mm -hmm. So everybody would get invited, but I don't know. It was something weird. Like they could tell who uh, took it kind of serious, you know? And yeah. I was, I just always knew how much work went into it and, and like the respect level. So sure. to me, when I got invited over to shit like that, I was always just so grateful and thankful and everything. Um, I had the opportunity, my first hunt a couple years ago, I got a doe. My buddy Adam that I worked with uh, invited me up to some property that he manages in Rawls County. Yeah. So it's right outside of uh, Louisiana area, yeah, right? So, yeah, so I'm in Lincoln County. Okay. And then you, north of us, you have Pike, and then you have Rawls. Okay, so it's up there somewhere, and I don't know yep. where it is, but he manages. You, yeah. I'm going to tell you the story a little bit like Brady. Um, he manages some property up there. So, he, you know, we had always talked about hunting and, and all the guys I work with are country ass dudes. So they're all hunters. And, and it, it was always something I was into. And then I, you know, I've told you guys the, the Steve Rennell and stuff. So, um, so a couple nights ago, weeks ago, Brady and his family, a couple weeks ago, uh, Friday, last Friday. Yeah, that's right. Because yeah. opening day was, yeah. It was the next morning. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was coming. <laughs> yeah. We, uh, we were out till midnight and I got up at, 4 a.m. the next morning to go out <laughs> but you know that story is probably like across the board for a lot of people right? yeah because they're jacked friday night to get exactly. up exactly so yeah i mean in the past you know with my family now everybody's kind of spread out we used to do the whole like not deer camp but like my brothers and i we'd all be in town we'd all be up at the farm doing that 
drinking beer, yeah. doing whatever, staying up way too damn late, yeah. get up way too damn early. I think that's so rad, though. The whole yeah. family dynamic and everybody oh, yeah. hanging. I think yep. that's so fucking cool. It was, dude, it was just, yeah, it was a story swapping. Yeah. This, and it was the same fucking stories. Absolutely. Every time. Absolutely. Every year. You that's know, how you, it's got to go. You've heard a thousand times, but you still laugh. Yeah, you know? yeah. Yeah. So we're all down at uh, Pat's house the other night. Brady and his family came over. Um, Alicia and I went down, and we were talking, and... Uh, I know that I had told you that I had hunted a couple times, but yeah. uh, Brady, he, he had asked, um, hey, are you going? And I'm like, oh, man, I just, you know, and, and this is the truth about it, folks, is that uh, having property, it, it, it's a must. And, I'm, and, of course, there's public. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But, like, That's, being mm. so novice that I am, you know, I, I, I don't, you know, I mean, it would take a lot of planning, which I'm not against, but right. it's like, that's a whole thing. Public's probably, you want to talk about putting in the work. Yeah. If you really want to get after it on public, you got to work. I mean, you got to get in deep and you got to stay all day to get away from everybody well, else, right? That, yeah, that. And you got to put in the time knowing, you know, I mean, obviously you go out into anywhere, there's deer. Yeah. But there's not always deer where you're at for whatever reason, geographically. Sure. You know, there may not be a water source. There may just be not a lot of cover, bedding, yeah. whatever, you know? And so, public, you really got to put in the work. You got to know the good spots and you got to go in deep because. People that aren't willing to go in, you know, deep, they're not going to see as much deer. Well, yeah. Typically. That's where all the action is. Most of the guys go 100 yards from the parking lot and they're winded, you know. Yeah. And then they got to get up a tree, you know. So. Well, but even knowing what you do and putting out all the cameras you do, it's still sure. not guaranteed. Oh, God, no. You know. Yeah. I mean, half the time, uh, you know, I have, just at my house, right, I got 10 acres of woods that I hunt behind my house. Yeah. I have, right now, four cameras set up along the same line right yeah. so if a deer crosses somewhere on my property right probably gonna see him sure i had a buck pop up last night i haven't seen since last year i saw him one time last year never saw him again never saw him this spring never saw him this summer never saw him this fall until literally last night a buck it's fucking crazy <laughs> i mean on a camera that i just put out i moved it from one property to another echo go on man echo's down here of course <laughs> trying to get on camera or on on audio um, so Brady and his family, so we're all down to Dursh's Brady's like, Hey, uh, you going to go this year? And I'm like, man, I don't have anything ready. I don't have anywhere to go. Um, so kind of long story short, you, well, first of all, Brady, uh, huge success story to me. Brady was a teacher and, uh, for a bunch of other reasons, fired up his own lawn care, snow removal. What do you call the brush hogging section of your, yeah. Ground clearing. Yeah, sure. You know, we call it like just brush hog and brush, brush hog. Yeah. yeah. So he fired up his own company a few years ago, like with nothing. One mower, your dad's Jeep and a trailer yeah. and like a fucking <laughs> weed eater and blower. I mean, yeah, we called it. I, I wouldn't even call it a Jeep. We called it the heap. Yeah. The damn thing could barely pull a trailer. He let yeah. me use it. Um, I bought a brand new $3,000 Cub Cadet glorified homeowner zero turn i remember it a home depot trimmer a home depot blower and just said well we'll see what happens and yeah was, he fired up my, his own company yeah, and my company <laughs> and has started killing it yeah so um you are basically managing a piece of property tell like so <sighs> yeah a guy of. wanted other people kind of off of there right weren't some people hunting there that yeah. he didn't necessarily well he he had thoughts he, he didn't really know because he wasn't really walking like deep in there um so the guy that the property is out in moscow mills where i live and um it's probably about seven eight minutes 
on the side by side of the drive over there. It wasn't long. And um, he has about 128 acres. Um, and he bought it. He's probably owned it for better part of three decades, give or take. Plan was to develop it and yeah. sell it all off in major and bigger lots. Yeah. Um, and due to whatever reason, he hasn't done it yet. And so there is one lot that was sold off probably 15 years ago, about two and a half acres. And uh, that is who has been basically taking advantage of the situation and, and trespassing and putting up stands, which technically in the eyes of the MDC is considered poaching because uh, you don't own the land and you're hunting on said land. And I didn't so, know that. Yeah. Well, it, it depends, too. It depends on the severe, like what they're doing. Yeah. So like, and, and really, it only depends if you get caught. I mean, because they got to have that. You could have a stand up. And really, there's nothing MDC can do, you know, tell you to take it down. But unless you have cold evidence of them either killing the deer on that property or whatever, okay. that's how they get, you know, you can get a huge fine and get your license taken away um, or your ability to get taxed. Right, away. right. Um, and so he he reached out to me. I just found this out actually a couple of weeks ago from another lawn care company in the area that they contacted. He contacted this guy first, which that guy hunts. So it's kind of funny how it. It burned him in the long run, Absolutely. but uh, he he doesn't do that. He doesn't do brush hogging. And I mean, you can rent a tractor and tra and trailer yeah. and mower and brush hog and stuff and do it. But at that point, you have the rental cost in there, so it's cheaper for me to do it because I own the equipment, so I don't have to charge as much, right? Because you don't have those rental fees. So right. he referred me. So the guy calls me in like April of this year, um, and it's super close to my house. I'm like, yeah, I'll come out. Give me a bid on brush hogging. That's what he wanted. Gave him an hourly rate because basically he's like, also, if you're interested in hunting this, I'd let you. He's got a 15-acre lake. He just brought this up. Just randomly. He asked if like, I hunt, and I kind of downplayed it. I was like, yeah, I, I go out a couple I times. I dabble. Yeah. I didn't tell him, like, yeah, I spend about 400 hours a year. Yeah. <laughs> at tree stand. As you know? much time as I can. Yeah. You know, I didn't tell him that. You know, so, um, and then uh, he was basically like, well, yeah, if you're interested, just, you know, go ahead. We'll write up a little, you know, lease agreement. No charge, just make sure he's not liable for any, you know, anything that happens to me. Well, and to cover you too, yeah, uh, legally. Right. Make sure that if, you know, that homeowner that says, oh, well, this is our property, then I already know it's not. So. Right, right. But anyway, so I went and kind of walked and was doing some scouting back in September. Because I honestly, I kind of forgot that he had given me access to hunt. You know, because we own land up north. You know, I hunt my house. I got It's not bucks. your only option. No, it wasn't at all. It was, honestly, it was like my third option. Right. Which then became a, the better option because I was getting a lot of good stuff on camera. Right. So, um, so anyways, I was walking it and scouting it, and I knew that there were stands up there somewhere, and I kind of knew just based off of the way the land played, like lay, like where I wanted to set up my own stuff, which of course was right where these people had their stands. Makes sense. Makes sense. They knew it was a good spot too. One was right off, right off a creek in a corn in a cornfield. Well, you got them going to food, coming back to bedding. Water. I was right in between. Yeah. You know, good access coming in, um, good trees. And so I notified the guy that owns the property. I'm like, hey, I found two stands and a cell camera. And I wasn't trying to, like, incriminate these people, you know. But at the same time, this guy that owns his property has taken him to court before for over things. He wanted you to incriminate him. Yeah. I mean, in other words, you yeah, know. Yeah, and I mean, I'm, I was just like, man, I don't want to get in between y'all. Right, but here's what I see. Here's what I see, and I sent him pictures, and then literally I put a camera out too because he wanted me to get him, get a picture of him. Yeah. For his own purposes. I'm like, fine, I can do that. So I put one out, kind of hit it, facing one of their cameras. Well, that same day, they came out and took everything down. 
like the exact same day. I guess he he went over there and was like, hey, I know you guys have stands. I saw them. I got pictures. Get off the property. Yada yada yada. Same day they were gone. Wow. So I go in there like a week later, hung two sets. So do you contact him first and say, hey, so are we good again or? I never. He, you already I, got I, your I don't piece even of have paper. to reach out to him or nothing. Wow. Yeah. I come and go. He'll he'll message me like he'll text me if like he's gonna be going out there to do some work, which like I said, this guy's probably late 60s, early 70s, and he's you know he's out there with hand loppers cutting, you know cutting sticks yeah. and shit off the edge of the lakefront. I don't manual I don't labor. It's crazy to me, but yeah. uh, you know, and so he'll tell me like if he's going out there, and um, if he is, then I'll just I won't go out there. Sure, you know, I'm not gonna. I don't want to, you know. I mean, even though I'd be a thousand yards from him at any given time bow hunting i still i just it's, it's mutual if i go out there and he sees me he's gonna talk me my ear off for two hours and i'm gonna might as well not even you ruin know, your so, hunt yeah yeah so um but yeah it was it's been a pretty cool thing so he so basically yeah so i bit on the brush hogging i got that i've been doing that throughout the year and then the funny thing is so he has 127 acres right so bordering that is another 270 acres of just Similar ground, bottom land, thick, thick, thicket stuff. We, we're going to hold big deer, right? The company that owns that is a um, is a developer for for homes. I won't mention them just because you know I got you. insurance purposes. But they basically, I know them. I've known them. The guy, the, the the dad who owns it, and then the next guy is his son. I've known them since sixth grade, seventh grade. Uh, played travel ball with his son, whose dad was my coach. He uh, then now he started his own home building company. He builds like, you know, neighborhoods, right? Like similar to McBride. Sure. And um, I, I texted him one day. I'm like, hey, I go, I'll be hunting some ground next to you guys. You know, do I have permission to retrieve deer? And, you know, in, in like a roundabout way, like he said something about, well, yeah, we our insurance doesn't allow hunting, you know, but we're never out there. So, you know, take that as you can. Yeah. I'm like, well, I don't want to hunt it. I just want to retrieve. And he goes, no, 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 you don't understand. Like, we don't go out there. Right. We're not going to go out there. I'm telling so, you something without yeah. saying. So like, so now I'm like, okay, shit. I got 300 something acres now that I have access to. Wow. And technically, that deer from Saturday, from Friday, was actually, if you really look at the property line, was taken. So you shot on the one property. Oh, that fence. But where that deer was yeah. on the other side of that little woven wire fence yeah, was yeah, technically yeah. like a foot over the property line. Wow. <laughs> Until that guy. So thinks. you shot it off two different properties. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> We shot it so, on one retrieval yeah, on another. Yeah, so that's kind of how that whole hunting property set up. You know, I don't know how long it'll be like that, you know, because he wants to develop it. He's got utilities done, but those utilities were done probably 20 years ago. They're buried. 50. Yeah, so I have no – I'll i take it, you know. Well, sure. You know, obviously, we're looking to buy more land for ourselves here soon in the next yeah. year or so. So, I mean, I, I'll take it. Yeah. But, I mean – you know. So that is the story of the property, right? <clears throat> yeah. So now Brady has his family farm. He's got property that he lives on that I saw, and and you know it's fucking cool too. But then he's got this other set. So we're down at the Dersh's talking, and I'm like, yeah, I don't, I don't really have anywhere to go. I don't even have a fucking hunting rifle, folks. <laughs> In my world, you know, as you guys know, the kids and all these sports and everything else, it's like to buy a few hundred dollar rifle, a few hundred dollar scope. It, it is an investment for me. And, and again, if I had some family property to go to, it would be worthwhile because I know yeah. at least every year I can go sit with this thing. Use anyway, that investment. Yeah. Right. So uh, Brady's like, dude, fucking I got the spot. I got this spot. And he's he's totally 
into it. Something I've learned about uh, hunters that do it a lot is, and this is, it seems to me across the board, most people can't for like family reasons, invite you up to their family place. Right. Because right. uncle Jim's over there and then cousin Steve's over, everybody's right. got their own spot. So and if every, one guy invites one guy, then you got, it's a fucking 10 flood. other guys in there. Yeah, right. It's, so it's a slippery slope. So in, in my opinion, you don't ask that's rude. And, and because nobody wants to say no, you know, but sure. Like across the board, hunters are so happy to, um, at least get you out if they if it's a possibility and share that experience and 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 especially um, Brady knows me enough to know I'm not out like bushwhacking anything that's moving <laughs> yeah. you know so it's like I, I take it very seriously and everything. Absolutely. Um, so, so when he invited me, I I could tell he was like you were kind of jazzed about the whole oh, like yeah. giving me that experience and shit. So. I know Brady enough to know that it wasn't bullshit. He wasn't just saying that to say it, um, but he got my wheels kind of spinning, right? So then I'm back at work, and all the other guys went out opening day. and yep. da, 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 da. So I got a hold of him, like, <laughs> hey, what do you think? He's like, dude, I told you. Yeah, man, what day? So we, we figured out Friday. Um, so we're almost – so what is last day of that right? Would it have been so Sunday, right? we're coming up – no, so this coming Tuesday is last day of rifle. Okay. Yeah, so, so it's Saturday, the uh, – what was it? The, the day of – Veterans Day, like actually, right. the actual Veterans Day, right. not the Friday. So the Thursday, 11th? So the 11th, and then it will run till Tuesday, yeah. Okay, so would you say that on Friday we are – I mean, I can do the math myself, but, like, does the rut change – that much in in a um, week and a day or whatever that would have been it, it, it it's so all over the place really because it's so it's it's so i'm yeah. learning with you guys if you don't know so people. the rut right is when bucks are heavily searching for a breedable doe yeah right and so you have the pre-rut i've which been is in the rut since i was yeah 14 right. see that's the difference between deer and humans Fuck. right yeah they get it once a <laughs> they get year it once a year and, they get, all year. and they're fighting and killing for it yeah. but uh you know, so yeah. you have the pre-rut, right? Which is basically when bucks start really moving and getting up and being like, all right, you know, let's, and there's, you'll have like the, some of them kind of chasing, but some of them are kind of like just not getting there yet. Right. And then for some reason, and now it's a big controversy in the state of Missouri, having that 11 day rifle season smack dab in what we call the rut, because you have the peak time of the year where deer are moving, especially big bucks, Right. And then you have the, what some would say, the easier option. Fuck off, man. The easier option for harvesting deer is rifle, right? Okay. Because bow season starts September 15th. Right. Runs till January 15th. You okay. have that break. I mean, you can still use a bow during gun, but you have to tag your gun gun tag. You have to use your gun tag. Oh, really? Yeah. So you can still use a bow, but you can't, you, then that omits you using you a rifle. You don't get to go get a rifle and right. come back. So, like, you can't shoot a deer with your bow during rifle and then get a muzzleloader out during alternative and shoot one. You have to use your other bow tag and use a bow only. Really? Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, so you can't, yeah, you can't, you can get two bucks, but you have, like, you can do a bow early season and then use your rifle tag and then you're done. Only one rifle or projectile from a firearm yeah. and that's it for the that's season. That's it for the season. For the yeah. year. So, most people only shoot one buck because mo I would say, I don't know. I mean, I just pull inside my ass, but I would say most hunters don't bow hunt in the state of Missouri. Most people are what we call Orange Army. Yeah. They're throwing it on opening day. They're going out public or that's me. Their grandma's uncle's property or, you know, whatever, yeah, yeah, or yeah. a lease. A lot of people lease. Yeah. Uh, and so anyway, I would say, yeah, they say like, you know, that mid-November is the rut 
I think too, it's, it's solely based too, like on the weather. Like, so this week has been seasonably warm, weird. Um, un, I guess unseasonably warm. Yeah. Right. right. Mornings. And except for Friday, which was, it was the same temperature basically the whole day. It was mid up mid fifties. Yeah. It kind of cooled off towards the end, but right. like opening day when I went out, it was like 32 and then got up to like 54 and then went back down. And it was kind of like that throughout the whole week. Cold in the morning. Which is still a 20-degree change in a day. Yeah, I mean, but so that means in the morning, though, they're moving, right? Sure, yeah. Because when it's colder, they're moving, yeah. especially coming out of that the dark, the nighttime, they're seeing more. Yeah. And then right around that 11 to 12, they're, they're bedding down or chilling out, which is exactly what happened. Like when I was out opening day, I sat all day, right? Because I knew I had bucks in the area, and I knew if I didn't see them in the morning, I was probably going to see them in the evening. Or, you know, even a lot of big bucks are killed midday too yeah when everybody climbs out to go get you know go get a hoagie those deers are moving right or what i think too what happens is a lot of times you see deer moving is because people are getting out and they're pushing deer which is causing them to move oh yeah yeah yeah. and so they're going to lunch yeah. so. and so if you're still in the stand you're seeing deer because somebody pushed it there depending on where you're at right uh so i i did an all-day sit you know we got in the stand about oh probably an hour before Technical sunrise, so half hour before shooting. Well, actually, maybe a little earlier. I think we were in the stand like five fifteen. Yeah. I mean, we got in five thirty the other day. Yeah. Five fifteen sun legal shooting light would have been six like six ten or six oh eight for us. Six eighteen, yeah, yeah. six eighteen, and we got in about five thirty, which I think is perfect. Yeah. Especially when we didn't have to walk very far from no, the side it was by great. side. <laughs> but uh, so when I got in, I saw a pile of deer. I mean, I probably saw fifty deer before noon, where I was at. Um down off the edge of this cornfield. It's ridiculous. I mean, I had ducks grunting 360 degrees around me, downwind, upwind, everywhere. I had bucks 30 yards in front of me, sound like a predator, low grumbling, right right at does. I mean, I had a pick of the litter, but I was kind of, you know, I was trying to shoot a mature buck. Um, And I had my buddy Jake, who you met. Yep. He was hunting in that same blind that we hunted in, you know, 600 yards away, south, due south of us. And he shot what, most likely is a relative of the deer you shot. We're going to get into that, yeah. And anyway, funny. a big deer, 100, I mean, a big deer to most most of us will be 145, 150, 140 inch plus. That's when this, it gets to the big yeah, category. Okay. Yeah, and this deer, I mean, what well, he lacked in like tine length overall, he had he, he got back in mass and yeah. in width yeah. that he shot. He shot that deer at 1125. Wow. Which most people are out of the stand by Yeah, then. right, right. Um, and he had to do everything but basically throw a rock at that deer to get it to stop. That's what he said. In man. front of him, yeah. Let me ask you something. Why is it that once he, it's like, it, to me, because I don't know, it's like it's like their balls turn on that week, right? Like, why? why so, because I, the dough going heat, I understand yeah, that, yeah. but is that what charges them? Like, yeah, it's like a, just like a biological, biological thing. They yeah. just turn on yeah it's yeah, fucking it's, nuts man. it's it, and it's i mean i've i've always heard i remember there's a story i can't remember who it was about it was somebody that we knew that he got attacked by a buck because and it's just gonna He's sound trying like to get fucked. dude this is gonna sound like i'm making this shit up i'm dead serious he had dopey that he was putting out right to like attract him well attract him some people do it to cover their own scent okay it got on him somehow, one way or another. And I've had this happen before, and it fucking sucks. Because if you ever walk down, like, Bass Pro or Cabela's, down the aisle that has, like, the doe pee and the buck pee and the scrape shit, whatever it is, 
It just smells funky. I haven't, but I get what you're saying. Even though it's packaged and sealed, it's still, you get like a slight. And I remember that this was, God, dude, this was, <laughs> this was probably 10 years ago. And we're at one of our farms up north. I'm in a blind by myself, which was most of the time I'm always by myself. And um, it's snowing out. It's cold as fucking shit. And I'm like, I'm not seeing damn thing. And I didn't really, I wasn't really like educated on like, too at that point too much on like deer and stuff and like sometimes less is less is more you know it's yeah. not always the best option to spray doe piss because you might scare them away because it some of those companies that shit it, it it's dopey but it's not like it's synthetic it's like yeah it, it yeah. doesn't work yeah it's a it's a gimmick well it there is. are some that i think it's a multi-million dollar it sure industry gimmick yeah and i mean there are some things that i think may work but not for all the deer not yeah, for every deer yeah, of course so i'm spraying this like tinks bottle of shit and the wind i didn't even pay attention to where the fucking wind i'm was with going. you i wouldn't i spray it right in the wind and it comes right back in yeah. my face and i mean i had a headache from hell because just the odor and it was bad so th- anyway this this guy i don't know who it was i cannot remember who it was he got some on his pants right and so he's walking through the woods doing something going to a stand or going to do something and a deer, a buck, charged him. Antlers and all. Which like, is unheard of, right? I, I, it doesn't happen a lot. It happens a lot more, I would say, with like moose and elk. Yeah, right. You see for that sure. Yellowstone oh, yeah. and shit. But with yeah. whitetail, I, I don't... I, yeah. And he ended up, I kid you not, killed it with his knife. Pulled out his knife and just started stabbing it. That's ridiculous. I cannot remember for the life of me who it was. I think it was like a family friend or somebody close. Yeah. You, you know... A second or step away right but yeah and so yeah he's trying to get they fucked. just do they just get nuts they go nuts they call it a rut these deer these deer will lose anywhere from 20 to 30 40 pounds and and from early november to late november just because they're not eating oh they're just they don't they have one thing on their mind really and i was telling you when we were in the blind that i had read a thing last year um that a, a, a mature deer you know which could be three older three and a half two and a half years old or, yeah. or older Cause not all those are wanting every buck to breed them. They want the big bucks. They sure. want, you know, that's that's why they fight. That's why they do the whole territorial thing. Yeah, uh, they'll breed anywhere from like ten to twelve times a day for like three weeks straight. So they're getting a year's <laughs> worth of work yeah. done yeah, in I'd no say. time. I'd say, and so they're 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 getting they're rutted out is the term because like they'll they'll lose a bunch of mass. They lose a lot of their body weight. That's why they beef up so much. Yeah, going into that, and they have to feed. So like if you're hunting October. Um, which I typically don't start bow hunting until like it gets a little bit cooler because I mean, you can hunt when it's hot. Deer are still going to be somewhat moving, but to me, it's just like it's just awful. I I associate deer season with cool weather and of cool temps, so I usually don't really go out full swing until like mid October or like that second week of October. Mm. And so you're you're hunting over food because they're eating, and I have like a half acre of clover between my house and my woods. Yeah, so deer come out of my woods a lot to go to that that food plot so i have my stand strategically strategically set up back there yeah to catch them go and eat um so that's that's what you're, you're going to switch from food and water sources to basically anywhere you have a corridor of where deer are traveling regularly right so scrapes you hunt scrapes you hunt rubs you hunt you know just any massive worn down trails putting cameras out helps because you can shot sure. deer and know which way they're moving but even just the lay of the land, you know, yeah, they're gonna run, you know, ridge lines. They're gonna run, you know, certain ways because that's where they're gonna have the most cover. You you hunt those. You switch your tactic, right? Of course. You know, you can't year hunt. to year. I have multiple stands, even on just a ten acre piece. I have multiple stands set up. I saw them. to hunt winds, to hunt 
whatever it is. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, but I mean, yeah, you kind of switch your tactic up because they're just, and at that point, too, like we talked about, scent really doesn't matter. Deer, the does will wind you, but bucks, they won't even pay attention to it. Yeah. Because they're just going. Yeah. I mean, that that one buck that um, that we saw, uh, I mean, he was downwind of us. Yeah. I mean, we had a we had a weird south wind, which is not really common to come in from the south. Normally, it's west northwest, you know. And which one was that? That first one in the morning that popped out yeah. like twice that he, we saw. Those first two bucks. Yeah, they were straight downwind. Of yeah, us, yeah, yeah. Which would have been that was like a southeast, uh, a southwest wind, hmm. which is kind of weird. I mean, we, you get them, but yeah, southeast winds really rare. Just coming from the south, it, just, it has to be a storm or something, right? Cause you know, just the way we're, we're laid out, but yeah, it, yeah, they just didn't give a shit. No. So <laughs> we came up with Friday, uh, Brady put his whole day aside, um, which I have told him over and over. I appreciate, and I, I'm going to continue to probably for the rest of my life. Um, <laughs> and, and I had told Brady, like, you know, I don't have a rifle. I have clothes. I can get out there and dress the part. But uh, that's the extent of what I have going on. He's like, dude, come out. I've got a rifle zeroed, blah, 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 blah. He, it was like an outfitter. And, and that was the same thing with my first hunt. My buddy had everything. It was just, yeah. it, it's the fucking, it was awesome. So um, our plan was, I'm just telling you guys the story of Elmo. So I'm going to break down. Yeah, and yeah, I fucking named my first <laughs> buck Elmo. And I don't know where that came from. But as I was walking up, I think is when I named him Elmo. Yeah. Um, our plan was to meet at your house at four thirty. Yeah. I was up at two <laughs> because I am a child at heart, and I, there was no way I I got up. It was just like, all right, what's this weather doing? I go outside on the deck, and I, I high fifties. Dude, it was bad. At least and I'm like, fuck. I know enough from talking to you guys. Yeah. That like it's supposed to be really fucking. I mean, I had all my shit set out, all my oh, cold, yeah. cold, cold weather stuff, because I'm like, I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go regardless. And uh, it ended up being, it was weird. Fifty two, fifty three with a very like a two to three mile an hour wind. Right, there wasn't much in no, the beginning at all. It was super quiet, which is nice. Yeah, you can hear. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can hear all the fucking squirrels. Yeah. <laughs> So we, I meet Brady at his house, um, four twenty. I pulled up in the driveway, um, and he had told me his buddy Jake was coming out. Jake's gonna come into the story again. Uh, Brady and Jake grew up together, so they've been hunting forever. Um, it, as a matter of fact, Jake is who Brady was just talking about. I, I think it's probably pretty hard to say for sure, but you guys have an eye enough, and and and, and again, Jake's gonna come into this. Just a week before on opening day, he yeah. was sitting where I was sitting. Same and, exact spot. And shot a buck even closer than mine. Yeah. Right. Probably probably within 30 yards. So and and they just looking at uh Elmo's rack. The and, genetics. Yeah. yeah. Like it, 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 there were a lot of similarities. It's right? almost like, yeah, they they either had a similar like patriarchal relative or same dad or grand Would that make sense though that they're still in the same area? Oh, hundred percent. Yeah, so a buck will range anywhere. Now, during the rut, a buck can... I, I was just reading an article the other day. A guy up north in Missouri hunted two different farms and saw the same buck four miles apart. Just searching for pussy. Just searching, dude. Just going hard. 
licking, I mean, it's, it's, licking the ground, licking the air, yeah. just nuts to the nuts to the wall. It's much wall. like humans, except we go like bar to bar when we're yeah, eating, or know. app to app were, nowadays. Yeah, right, <laughs> you right, know what I mean? right, exactly, <laughs> exactly. But uh, no, he, uh, yeah, but like outside of the rut, like in a normal, just from like you know January to the whole rest of the year. August, September, October time, they're going to stay relatively in. Probably like if you have if you have a hundred acres of solid ground and a big circle, just a big circle of a hundred acres, they probably will stay in that area. They may venture off a little bit, but like look at my house for example. Yeah. So I live in a neighborhood, but we're all kind of on an acreage. Most lots are three to five. I'm lucky enough I got in early and we got a nine like just under nine and a half acres. My neighbor next to me has seven and a half. And then there's like a 14, a 16, and like an 11. Yeah. So we all have pretty sizable lots. Well, I have, I'm lucky enough that my neighbor doesn't care what I do. So I have my six and a half acres of woods and his four and a half. Yeah. I've had one buck that I've been trying to kill. Yeah. Since I moved in. Your Elmo. Yeah. We call him Big Boy. And uh, he's probably, he's regressed quite a bit because he's now, this is the third year I've been hunting him. And he was probably three and a half, four and a half. When I first saw him, he's old. So I was in twenty one. Yeah, he's a good for a deer this close to highway. Yeah. He's it's yeah. amazing he's still alive, and he's don't. It's not for a lack of trying. I've never had an opportunity to release an arrow or shoot him. Right. I've seen him twice. One time I was hanging a stand on a rub that he made in like December third. Okay. He was this this he was locked down on a doe in just on December third of twenty one. That's when I first saw him with my own eyes. I'm hanging, I'm in a saddle, you know, climbing, I'm up 20, 25 feet up on a tree, hanging a set to hunt that area. Mm. And he comes out on a doe 25 yards from me, down, not even downwind, he was upwind to me, so he didn't smell me. And I'm in a white t-shirt and gym shorts yeah. on December 30th, it was like unseasonably warm. Yeah. And I'm, I'm like in hanging on a rope behind the trees so he doesn't see me, because I didn't want him to see me there, and they end up just moving along. And then I, I saw him last year... Um, when did I see him? It was like two days before gun season. So I had my bow. 62 yards. I ranged him in some brush. Yeah. Not a snowball's chance in hell of you making that shot. I wouldn't. Even if it was open ground in a field, I probably still wouldn't have taken it. Right. I grunted him. I snort wheezed him. I doe called him. I did whatever I could to just get his attention to maybe come towards me just 15, 20 yards. Man. Didn't give a shit. He was on a doe. And I heard him probably 80 yards away. Just It sounded like a... It sounded like you were driving something through the woods and you had like stakes coming off the tires. Yeah. He was hitting every branch. He was just crashing, trying chasing this doe. And he, I mean, he was huge. I mean, so at, at last year was his biggest year, I think, antler wise. He's super tall, super narrow. His brow tines are, are huge. I mean, his brow tines are probably eight to 10 inches long. Wow. Um, and so I have his matching set of his sheds from 21. He dropped them on my feeder. My neighbor has one of his one half of the sheds from last year with the kicker on it. Squirrels got to it a little bit, but um, and then this year he's probably he's probably one fifty five, one sixty somewhere huh. in there. Um, he's but he's regressed. Yeah. Well, the reason I asked about the male, like I I just because I don't know, I would think that like this male, regardless if we're related or not, mm-hmm. this is my this is my area right here. Yeah. You fucking go over there. But yeah, apparently they, I think yeah, there's no. enough to go around. There was, there's been a couple deer that have been killed around our neighborhood from people that live there of deer that look similar antler wise to him. All right. Well, I mean, I don't tall, doubt it. Tall, tall brow tines, tall tines, narrow, like just not as big. 
And so it makes you. I Pretty mean, I'm sure. Indicator. Yeah, I'm sure. I mean, if you took him on Maury and did a DNA test, you know, you, yeah. he may have been the father. He may not. You know, it'd be interesting but to find it's, out. Though. It's crazy. Yeah, it, but that deer we're talking about area, you know, and and where they go. He's been in the same area now for at least three years. I made up a term the other day when I was talking to Jake about that when he said, uh, you know, you guys were pretty, not convinced, but you were pretty, like, yeah, it, it would it would make sense if they were brothers. I, I think I said we're Idaho brothers. Yeah, Eskimo brothers. Yeah, yeah well, yeah. Eskimo brothers is I, with a yeah. chick, but Idaho brothers is, so from now on, <laughs> hashtag Idaho brothers. If you <laughs> kill a deer and your buddy kills his brother, you're now Idaho, Idaho brothers. brothers. Yeah, Even yeah. if you don't know for sure genetically. That's, that's okay. It, it works. Well, the thing is, too, so... He, he's getting his mounted, and um, you reluctantly listened to me, and I talked you into getting it mounted. I assume we're still going to go that route. I, I just dropped you them dropped off yesterday. Them off yesterday? Yeah. yeah, exactly. So when, uh, when they when they get them back, we'll have to get them together and really look at them. Yeah, yeah. Because I think that's the only way. I'm to, super interested. Yeah. Well, and and so we'll we'll go with that. Uh, all right. So I'm sorry. We uh, met up. Everybody got ready to go. Yeah. We took off to the property in a side-by-side. Um, Jake was, how far away was that staying? I think you said 400 or something, a couple hundred yards. I, yeah, I mean, it's it's 500, give or take, okay. 20, 30 yards. So he was significantly further away. Now, as we just said, Jake had already gotten his buck. So if you don't know, once you get one, like Brady was saying earlier, that's it for yeah. the season. He was, he was doe hunting. Yeah, right. He was, he and it was, was specifically slow. doe hunting. And, 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 and the weather, I think, took a huge toll on friday because saturday morning when we were both out him and i i, I saw at least 80 deer right and he day. saw uh, 65 70 right. i mean and it, was, it could have been the same deer 15 times but yeah, i hear I you know. but at the point that he they're coming back and forth is still yeah. pretty cool and i mean i could have killed 20 does and multiple bucks yeah and i ended up shooting an eight pointer yeah um that had bedded down at noon behind me and had danced around in a thick, thick area for probably four hours mm. before he finally came out at about 70 yards. I had about a six-inch window. It was small, in. yeah. I saw the Very photo. Very small. Yeah. Um, and made a good shot on him, hit the bottom of his heart, Loved dropped it. him, and yeah. it was great. So, um, when, so when we were in the stand, and I had told Brady, I don't, I don't, uh, I don't need to mount a buck it, it is it yeah. is a financial thing oh, it's you know as hell. um but when we were in the stand we were talking and uh you said look dude if it's one of these ones that like we think it is you weren't you didn't talk me into it you made yeah. it make sense to me yeah i was like the not devil on your shoulder but just like the a, a small little voice yeah. in your ear and i'm like well, hey Come to find out, that was the best decision because from from all the guys at work and everything, um, you know, it, I I think once in a lifetime is probably a stretch, but it, it's like maybe not, you know. Yeah. So it so my once in a lifetime is a stretch if you don't own land. It, there you go. That's a better way to <laughs> if say. If you have, it. it's a, once in a lifetime maybe yeah. for me. If you have a piece of property that you know year in and year out without a doubt you're gonna get on, you got big deer, and you know you're gonna get at least one a year. That's understandable, but I don't have that. I don't yeah. have that. I can't say that. Yeah. So, and I mean, that doesn't mean I'm not going to invite you back no, out no, next no. year. You I'm, know? I'm saying, but, but even then, life in general, man, yeah. it, sometimes it shit just happens. I've so. hunted how many years now? I don't know, half my life. And I've shot two, maybe three bucks that oh, I really? think are, are good enough to where I could, I can talk about them. Yeah. Because I have one of them mounted. 
Everything else was just euro amounts. Yeah. Right. Because I didn't really care back then. Now I have a little bit more patience. Um, I have the ability to hunt certain deer. Of course. In certain areas. Yeah. So I won't. I won't shoot a deer, even if it's legal. I won't shoot it unless it's you know. Right. Relatively good size or or mature. Yeah. Antlers. Yeah, you want them, but if it's a big body deer, it's mature. Antlers may not always. The genetics may not. They be don't there. match. Yeah. Well, it's, so there's that too. Right. We had had that conversation, and uh, what did you just say? You were just saying, oh, 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 from from. It's got a lot to do with the guys at work, just because I'm I'm around them constantly. But then yeah. talking to Brady and knowing him for all these years, like I'm forty, I'll be forty one. It, it, I'm definitely at a place in life, and Brady definitely agreed. And it look, but he actually you actually said, if you see a good buck that's legal, man, it's your first buck. Take yeah. it. Oh God, yeah. But. I know that uh, because I because I've been around people like you guys so much, mm-hmm. I have somehow acquired the uh, I don't want I don't you look, don't want to settle for a six would be great man it's, yeah. it's something cool and don't get me wrong it'd still be just as cool of a yeah. well because I, I mean you could shoot a two and a half year old buck that's got a full a full eight eight yeah. rack sometimes even nine ten just good genetics yeah but, but I mean I'm I'm happy with. I'm happy with um, I'm happy with myself. I think knowing that I'm all right with letting a small like sure. you know I'm not yeah. I, I just don't want to fucking just go sap. Yeah. Anyway. Well, I think too we if we didn't see anything, which I knew we were gonna see deer. Oh yeah. But if we didn't shoot something, if we didn't shoot something Friday, we had the opportunity Saturday. Yeah. But you didn't start saying that until a little bit later because it was yeah. quiet. So you, it was somewhat I was quiet. Kind of getting nervous. So you started inviting, like, "Hey, well, dude, you're coming back until you get a fucking yeah, deer." I'm like, "We're we'll we'll get you." I go, "Worst case scenario, I'm gonna put you behind my house, yeah, and you'll shoot a doe." Yeah, you'll, I don't have to I, sit out here with you. Yeah, yeah, I'll put your ass up twenty feet, twenty feet in the tree. Yeah, and you'll shoot something. But when I mean, we we had deer though at early six, 6 a.m., I, I mean, couldn't even barely it, see. Them I could see. I could see them. But it wasn't going to be we had because we had that one buck come through, yeah. which I actually have him on camera and I can show you him, too. And he he's he's a legal buck. He's probably 120 inch, eight point, nine point, maybe. Um, but the body's not nearly the size. Really? Of. Yeah. And so it's good that we didn't because because I mean, we haven't talked about it, but there was another that second buck that came through or that was the first buck that came through. I can't remember which one it was. But uh, you, I mean, you would have had a shot had he stopped. Yeah. Or even maybe not even if he stopped, he was moving slow enough where you probably could have shot him on the run on on the move. But we didn't know for sure if it was legal. Right. This was probably right at legal light, and I'm glassing him behind you, standing up behind oh, yeah. you, and you're sitting down in front of me. It's a big blind. It's, it's tall enough where I got a foot of clearance yeah. above my short ass. We're not I'm tall five, guys. Yeah, but I'm not. We a, both standing. I'm not legal midget, but I'm not six yeah. foot. Yeah, right. And so we still. I mean, it's 84 inch tall blind. It's a four person blind. You got plenty of visibility. Oh, it's fucking. I'm glassing this deer, and I'm like, man, I, I just don't know. I can't tell. Yeah, it's too dark still. I can't tell, but I, I don't want you to shoot it. And for some reason, you know, I'm only have three on each side, or whatever it is. I knew it was a legal buck, but I wasn't 100% sure. Well, that wasn't good enough for me. Either. Yeah. You know uh, what I mean? Yeah. It wasn't. Yeah. You, you don't want to go on a hope and prayer that it's, <laughs> that no, it, you know, fuck no. at that I, point. If you want anything, 100% doubt. Right. If, no any, doubt. if anything, I want to do it legal and I want right. to do the right 100%. thing. And if he is young, I'd rather him grow up and you exactly. get, him, get him some other year, exactly. you know? And so, yeah. We had had that conversation. So I know that Brady knew 
Um, the expectation. You were right. My same. level, like you know, I. Yeah. So I, I know we had that in common, which I think you appreciate more than just like I'm fucking killing everything. Yeah, out. you which, know what I mean. Yeah, but because that's time, not what it is. Like I told to you, me. it's not my property. I don't own the. And I don't own the deer. I don't own. The I land. know what you're saying. So but, it's like, but there's a way to do things. Yeah, I think. Yeah, and and like I said, this could be the only year that I hunt it. Right. So you know, if I shoot a smaller buck than what I really want. It is what it is. It's still a win. I still got a bow tag. Yeah. You know, yeah. whatever. But at the same time, you want to shoot, obviously, something that's, you know, that you can brag about. I would like right? to, yeah. That's, that's always but, a goal. But my original, like I told you when we were on the phone, at first when Those we were- eat good. Yeah. At first when we were talking, <laughs> it was about getting some meat. Getting because some meat, yeah. I feel like I can save money on that one. I can still feed my kids with it. If we're one of them. Oh, yeah. Which I think is just, it was the coolest experience. Yeah. So that was the original yep. uh, kind of plan. And then- uh <laughs> You know, at work, the guys were like, dude, if you see a big one, you know, you have to take yeah. it. He's going to make you fucking take it. Yeah. I'm like, all right. <laughs> so I text you like, all right, man, I kind of changed yeah, my yeah. mind a little I, bit. You know, it's funny when you said to me that I saw that and I was like, I was like, yeah, I would have said the same shit. <laughs> yeah. I mean, because, you know, I but again, I know that Brady had a number one, whether it's at his house or this property. I don't give yeah. a fuck. Brady had a number one and. I needed to know that that wasn't the one. He was so. that one was like number two, three buck on that property. Right. Yeah. For but sure. your number one is on that property or your house? My house. Okay, that's what I thought. So there's a there. Well, I had a number one over there, but I have not seen him since October 26th. Well, and we chances are he probably already been harvested from some somebody else on another property. Well, but like we just said, there's it's not against the realm of possibilities that he have made his way over there. Yeah. He, he, I mean, they move so much. Yeah. And cameras are in certain spots you could have that deer around all day long and he just doesn't cross that camera right you know it's just so that's the thing too is like unless you're really putting out cameras like i know if a skunk rabbit squirrel fox coyote deer goes to my own personal property because i got it heavily you know surveillance surveillance you're like you area know, 51 a, out there's, there there's cell cameras everywhere back there and it's not just for deer i literally had people trespassing yesterday afternoon i'm sure Yesterday afternoon, we're in the middle of gun season. Now, granted, I'm sure they these people have zero idea that it's even deer season. Probably not. It's this lady and her kid. And I'm thinking... Yeah, they're nature walking. Dude, what the hell? Yeah. You know, and I wasn't home, so I called one of my neighbors. I'm like, hey, can you run back there on your four-wheeler and just scare them off? Tell them you live there. Tell them whatever you have to do to get them not to It's come dangerous back. to be here. It is. Because not only do we hunt back there, but dude, I shoot off my back porch right target practice right. i got a 120 yard range before you even hit my woods yeah and then it's another six seven hundred yards before the edge of my property line but like i shoot downhill and my property at the very back is probably of 100 foot taller than of my, course where yeah. I shoot. yeah so it's perfectly safe and unless somebody dumbass is back there walking, they shouldn't walking, be. Right, right but i mean you know it's just one of those things like god damn it but anyway yeah so um i don't even know where we're there, at, well there was I knew that I I knew that you had a number one, and I was glad. Sure. So, you had said I didn't expect you to go out there with me, but as novice as I am, I it does make me feel more comfortable because yeah, where the house, you know, as you guys, yeah, whether you know or don't know, when you go out there in the like first thing in the morning, it's yeah. still dark. You uh, don't and, know where you're at, and to not yeah. have any, and I've never been to the property, right? Too. We had never been there through the day, yeah. which again is planning, but yeah. Like, this, I could have walked that whole property without a headlamp because right. I knew where I was at. But we didn't have this planned uh, months ago no, to where you were is, like, hey, why don't yeah. you come out and look around, take yeah, a shit, blah, blah, blah. literally a week. Yeah. So 
we get out there pitch black still. Oh yeah. Um uh send Jake on his way. He he has a rough idea where he's going now because yeah, he he's just out there the weekend. He hadn't before. been to that stand before. Right. Yeah. Um so Brady and I just kind of post up uh in the ground blind and we're just kind of hanging. Um first deer came through at 614. Yeah. It was, was that bigger the, the bigger of the two first bucks that came through. That one buck that came through a little bit later was like a fork. A little yeah, something you know, scrub buck. Well, I was going to go into like kind of the emotional side of it for me. Sure. So, as excited as I was and everything mm-hmm. and we had this whole conversation, but uh as excited as I was when I got there, this realization it comes over me and I, I think I I like applaud myself for it and I think I am pretty sure all the hunters I know still have this in them at one point or another, right? There's a lot of excitement and a lot of uh like intense intensity, anxiety about what's what right. you know, where, where are they? So I don't think you ever lose that. I hope not. Because I think I, that, think, I think, so. think that's a huge to me it's Dude, a huge part of it. I told Ashley, my wife, I told her, I said, I I think this was the most fun I've ever had hunting. Really? And I didn't even have a gun in my That's hand. awesome. Yeah. Swear to God. I told her, and I was texting her, and even when I got home and I kept talking about it, I'm like, I literally had more fun in that. <laughs> I mean, we weren't out there long. No. I had more fun out there with you doing that. And, and I think a lot of it, too, is a testament not just to just being around you and having a good time. Right. I never hunt with anybody I, i'm always by myself uh, yeah i think that's normal and it's not because i choose that it's just because i have so much more free time doing what i do right this time right, of right, year right that i have the ability to get out so much i mean i spent i'm not even exaggerating over 400 hours last year deer hunting and i didn't kill a single deer well and your son is into a place where you can take him out of school which i know you'll be doing and yeah, going and sitting out there yeah. if, you he, know? if he wants to i will never force the kids to do that no no no. i hear you but buddy. if they decide they want to go out if they can be quiet yeah <laughs> i mean let's, not, let's be honest the first time i take him out is going to be a joke plan on walking you know, yeah. if i don't bring his tablet or yeah. do something it's yeah. not going to be a hunt right. you know it's going to be watching but i i know i told ashley i was like you know i had that was the most fun i've had it was a fucking blast deer hunting well, and so you know, in a long time, like sitting in there, I'm and and I know that there was this I could feel this thing about you where sharing that knowledge and experience with someone else, a buddy that, you know, and like sure. trust and all that stuff. Like I could tell you liked that part of it, too. So you Good were time. like you were like looking out one way. I'm kind of focused on out here and getting my bearings really was yeah. the biggest thing. But. When that sun came up, figuring out. Yeah, where lanes yeah. and shit. But like emotionally, so again, I was really excited and I knew what I was going to do. But there I, there was that yeah. part of me that's like, you know, maybe yeah. probably in a little while you're. Might make something happen. You're going to kill a fucking animal, yeah. you know. And, and so like it, it, I didn't I don't think I showed it, but it, it gets heavy for me. I, I didn't see to, I didn't see a whole lot of emotion um, pre-shot. I think it was more or less just, just like, for lack of a better term, like deer in the headlights type of thing. Oh, yeah. Like, we're just like, all right, where the fuck are we at? Where are the deer coming from? And I was kind of explaining to you, like, all right, so the deer are going to come from this direction or this direction, and they're going to go this way. And that's exactly what they you did. You called it perfect. You know, it's exactly how I, I anticipated it to happen, yeah. which is why I had that blind in that position to begin with. Yeah. Um, and uh, it, <laughs> for me, it started off really shitty. 
because I forgot my chair. I know. I <laughs> so know. I have a we have that chair for you to sit on the shooting chair in there already. Um, I already when I put the blind up, I put a little propane heater in there weeks prior in the little shooting chair just so it's already in there. So when I go home, I just take my rack, Less my, you my got, pack, and that's yeah. it. Oh, well, I had a, I was just going to bring like a camping, like a Coleman lawn chair with me to sit on behind you and, yeah. you know, be there. Completely forgot it because I'm a dumbass. I know. And, you know, um, I ended up, what, sitting on my knees, sitting on my ass. Well, when I sit on my ass, I can't even see out the window. Right. So, so I'm basically wasting space. I'm like, oh, I'm on my knees. Well, then I'm like, fuck, I can't do this I'm anymore. I'm like, dude, you come sit down. So I'll I just, stand up. I was comfortable standing up, You're though. Like, no. It was cool. And uh, and that way I had more visibility. Yeah. So that, that kind of sucked, but uh, I, it was fine. Yeah. But yeah, no, I didn't see. It was a lot of just more of like, all right, figuring out, you know, what the fuck's going on. Yeah. As the sun was kind of coming up. And we're in, you know, we're in some thick ass woods. I mean, we're talking trees that are average size of like, God, I don't know, like a foot in diameter, a foot across, even smaller every like three feet. So we're shooting into a thicket and we're in a thicket. But there's so many deer lanes and deer traffic that I knew this was going to be a good spot yeah. for a rifle. And I told you going into that blind, I'm like, dude, this is going to be run and gun. Yeah. You're going to have like five seconds, to 10 seconds max to make a decision on what you're doing. The fucked up part is that everything <laughs> you said, it happened exactly. <laughs> it happened exactly like I said it was going to happen. I was like, how the fuck did he know all this? Yeah. Well, it's obvious, you know. Yeah. Well, but, you do it a little bit. You know, you get used yeah. to it. Like if you were to tell me something about what you do for a daily, on a daily, daily day job. Right. I wouldn't know what the fuck you're talking about, but it would probably all and come to happens. fruition. Exactly. Sure, right. Yeah. So yeah. when I started getting a little bit of visibility, I just got up on the scope and was kind of thinking to myself, okay, because again, when we saw that one that uh, was still a little too dark and I couldn't positively identify anything, yeah. so I wasn't going to take a shot I'll pull like that. Up here so you can see him. Um, I, so I was doing kind of a left to right just scan. All right. So that would be a good lane. That would be a good lane. And I'm just kind of like getting my bearings about the whole thing. And right. Like you said in that thicket, there was almost this thing like the woods. It it wasn't just an open. Who's this? That's that deer that came by at six fourteen. Oh, okay. That came behind us. I I mean I and then came back around in front of us, but we just didn't have a good view on him. I think he's a beaut too. Yeah, yeah. I mean, honestly, if you saw him and had a good shot, and we knew we identified that deer, yeah, you probably would have shot him. I would think so. Which I think not as big, right? By a lot to me again but, it's a fucking monster oh to yeah me, i mean and know. especially from like behind him he's tall yeah but he's not wide he yeah. doesn't have the mass well but that that was again why i thought it was good to have you there because sure. i don't have the eye i don't know that hump yeah. in their back that saddle when they're getting bigger in their Sag belly in their doing that yeah. thing yeah i don't yeah. i don't have that there's a few you know? things you can really key in on before you even look at the antlers yeah like, okay that's a mature buck he's Three and a half, four and a half, yeah. sometimes five and a half. I don't know if I've ever seen a five and a half year old deer. Maybe. I wouldn't. I don't know. I hear you. The, three not, and a half to four and a half is probably what you're normally going to see. They don't have an ID on them. Right. But so, uh, so yeah. So as the sun comes up, I'm, I kind of like went through that little phase of like, I don't know, man. It's just, and I guess maybe it uh, from overseas or something, you know, it was just, it's just kind of a, it's a ride that I went through the first time, the second time I was hunting, I didn't see anything. So it was, I was familiar with it, mm -hmm. but I just had to keep telling myself like, it, it, again, as much as I am pro conservation and pro hunting and all that yeah. stuff, like you're being a part of something you believe in. Sure. So like, it's a cool feeling. Yeah. So like I, it, so it never went negative. It was yeah. always just conscience, you know, like, right. 
do I believe that I'm doing the right thing here? Yeah. And the answer was yes. Like the whole, it never went to no. It's, yeah. It was just, I wanted to be as mature and responsible sure. and all those other things that I could be about what was going to happen because I don't think it yeah. should be taken lightly. You I know? think at the same time too. So you have that, right. Being a part of conservation, being, having the freedom to just go out with a firearm and, you know, just, I mean, kill something you're taking a life yeah whatever Having the kind freedom of to go out there and shoot an animal that you're going to be able to eat for months yeah. is a cool feeling yeah i mean you're basically embracing heritage absolutely you know because i mean humans for the beginning of time have harvested other animals for consumption for sustenance whatever it is yeah. whatever you want to call it yeah yeah survival steven ranella can articulate that oh, a hell of a lot fuck, better than dude. i can but you know what i mean like it it's you're basically embracing lineage of your ancestors. I mean, maybe not your personal ancestors, but some uh, down the line, somebody in your family had to. Otherwise, point. you wouldn't have been here. Right. Of course. They weren't vegans. Yeah. 200 years ago. No. Those no. Fucking weirdos. God, no. <laughs> so that that all, um, you know, I was kind of thinking about that. And then when I when I talked myself through that thing, not through it, but just like came to terms with what was going on, I was just set up. So. It was just uh, that level of alertness. I love that thing, yeah. but it's like I haven't felt it in a long time. It's, yeah, it's kind of exhausting. Just like <sighs> yeah, because again, those fucking squirrels we saw Dude. there were as big as Echo. There, there was a squirrel. Yeah, I mean there was a squirrel that looked like a damn groundhog. He was heavy. and he was staring right at us. Yeah, ten yeah, yards yeah. away, just fucking around. You could have hit him with a rock. <laughs> and again, in my neighborhood, your old neighborhood, yeah. we don't have squirrels over here. These oh, trees man. are maxed out at yeah. twenty feet tall. You, you know, so. you come over to my house. You could hit a squirrel limit 16 times a day. Yeah. It's bad. But we're not doing that over here. They're not all. in my house because my tree line's 100 plus yards from the back of my house. Right. But once you get in there and you sit in a tree and the sun hits, I mean, it sounds like you have just foot, feet running around you just doing the a Russian, yeah, Russian dance. Dude, it's terrible. And so um, we're kind of hanging out. What are we doing now? Oh, we're so, just talking. Man. Yeah. So right. we saw we saw those few, and then again we had the weather going on, and we, things yeah. things kind of slowed down. I would say we probably did not see a deer um, after that second little buck came through. That he probably came in at like, I mean it was after sunrise, so it was probably like in the six closer to seven, right? Seven o'clock, and then we probably yeah we did not see a deer for at least an hour. And this isn't complaining because I know hunters sit out all day long. This is just right. painting the picture. Well, I was, I was, I wouldn't say I was getting nervous, uh, but I would say like I was like, man, I was fully expecting to see a lot more deer. Than yeah, this. knowing just knowing how it went the weekend before. Granted, the weather was completely different. Right, the time was completely different. Now, also at this point, deer are on high alert because of all the gunshots. I mean, we're in gun season. The amount, the influx of hunters mm -hmm. increases tenfold. Missouri Department of Conservation said something about there was going to be like over four hundred thousand hunters in the woods opening weekend. I don't know if that's accurate because I think yearly there's only like three hundred something thousand deer taken total. Now, Grant, not everybody shoots a deer. Well, but and, then, and then they might be counting in kids that uh, you know who sure. knows where they get. I that think data I think they from, took that number off of registered hunters in the state. I think that's where they get that number, which doesn't which mean seems low because we have like twelve million people I think in Missouri or something like that. Yeah, I feel like four hundred something thousand registered yeah. hunters seems low. Yeah, that's true. But then again, a lot of people are not well i mean you spend any time in prison you can't hunt or think so of people like that. me that didn't grow up with any of this shit and you just city, don't have the opportunity city, yeah and i think too a lot of the hunters that like up at our farm there's an outfitter down the road from our farm from one of our properties 
And every vehicle in that little gravel lot of theirs has like a New York tag on it, a New Jersey, Pennsylvania, Florida, out-of-towners. Because Missouri is one of the cheapest states to hunt if you're an out-of-towner. What do you mean? So, like, are you talking about the $17 deer tag? If you want to buy a tag in Illinois right now as a Missouri resident, my neighbor does this. It's like $700, and you get a buck and a doe tag. And you can only shoot a shotgun or a bow, right? Shotgun or a bow, yeah. 700 bucks. 700 freaking dollars. How do they justify that? Because no, no idea. Big deer? Oh, are they? <laughs> well, well, I, I guess mean, if I it costs 700 bucks to kill, man, I, I, not many people I mean, going. honest to God, I don't think, I mean, Pike County, Illinois is a big, they all yeah, Pike sure. County, Illinois. I think Missouri, pound for pound, is just bigger deer than Illinois. It's Wait all a minute. The same. But we have a Pike County, Missouri, too, right? Yeah, they're about damn near across the river from each other. Yeah, so they, yeah. Uh, the, some world class deer have been taken from Pike County, Missouri. Pike right? County, um, yeah, I think there was a deer taken this year. I don't know if it was Rawls County, which is just north of us, or right. Shannon County, or something, something north central Missouri. It was like a 238 inch deer. Or was that Ohio? I can't remember. I Ohio's it. got some big ass deer. There was a picture, that picture that I showed you. Yeah. That deer's gross score was like 240 inches, typical, or non-typical, or something. I can't remember what wow. it was. It's huge. Yeah. It almost looks fake. <laughs> really? You take a deer, and then you just put these antlers that stick out four feet. It just looks fake. Yeah. Who built that? Yeah. Did you happen to hear, I'm getting off track, but I don't care. Did you, uh, the last time Ranello was on Rogan, there's this, I guess it's considered a conspiracy. This guy has these world record da, 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 but he won't let anyone score it and then there's yeah. a lot of weird similarities and it it doesn't look it was just it, it was kind of interesting to me to, to yeah. listen to because it's like well I, would I, someone go to that extent to get a record i just don't know why you would well they, they don't count it if if it's if not you can't score it if it's not like pope and young or boone and crockett scored deer they don't count it as an actual like record I think it has to be like officially counted, or officially measured, or right. whatever, by somebody, you know, somebody. Yeah, I don't know who. Go to that episode and, yeah, and listen to it because it. It, it, it's it's but really I, interesting. I know there's a deer, um, I can't remember the state, but it's this deer that is just super wide. This like national it's record. It's a freak deer. This, there's like a name for the deer, and the guy's like a picture of the guy is holding it from behind. But it almost looks like he made these antlers out of something and screwed right. them on the head. Right. They're so big. But I think this is a guy that he wouldn't let anybody score it. I think it might be the same guy. This sounds I'm not familiar sure. because this dude, yeah. it's like the second time it's happened. Or yeah. so there, there's, this story is like. I mean, it's like a 300-inch whitetail. Yeah. And Ranella, is Ranella isn't, um, he, he's not putting blame or saying anyone's yeah. doing anything. He's just taking the data and going, it's just a little strange. Yeah. Like how you can be a part of something like that twice on a on a free range deer yeah and and not, sure you can get 300 inch deer on fence farms go oh god yeah that's where they but raise they're not typical and they're yeah you're paying like five grand to go shoot one of these deer that i call them fake deer i mean they're real deer of course but it's all it's like it'd be like you you you, you kill Let you, my dog out in the backyard and going and shooting him like yeah, as yeah, in you're as raising in, him to shoot right fenced in, right yeah. exactly so yeah. these deer are pumped with protein they're pumped with like just all kinds of food nutrition and stuff it's like it's like taking a it's like taking a person right getting them on first form getting them all pumped up sticking a little deanna ball in them yeah. maybe a little trend you yeah. know just a little bit yeah you know, not a lot get them on some creatine and then 
putting him in a in a show and being like, oh yeah, he's the biggest one. You so know, it's like it's the they do the same essentially the same thing. So the I was watching some videos. Um, again, a little bit of the research I was doing. I have a good idea over the years of the of the kill shot, the heart lung, right? Yeah. But but so anyway, just brushing up on everything, I was watching videos on YouTube. These guys are all. It seems like they're in the same stand, and I mean these fucking deer that are coming through. It's that wild, non typical, yeah. really cool looking shit. Yeah. Oh, it's but all. But they have it. they all have tags on them. Yeah. So that's that, is that what you're talking yeah. about? Yeah. Yeah. Because I mean, it's... like the road is without being paved with. Yeah. With, with um, that was probably in Texas. I don't know where there's they are. like it looks like scrub brush all around, and there's like dirt roads that are like as far as you can see, and then there's just deer crossing. It's like and they're, they're in like a redneck blind, like a big raised shooting block, yeah, shooting house. Yeah. You know exactly yeah. where they're coming. They're they deer, all got a fucking yeah. tag on their. They're ears. on ranches that you pay, so you'll pay like it depends on where you're at, but any I mean thousands and thousands of dollars. Your lodging's included. Your meals are included. You're, they'll drive you to the freaking blind. You don't even walk. They just hand you a rifle. And yeah, and, say, and you look at the dudes, and I mean, I'm not dogging on anybody. Everybody comes from different walks of life, but it's always these dudes, these like old white dudes that are like overweight. Yeah. They're driving them out on a freaking yeah. side by Fuck side. Fuck all that work. They got propane heaters in there, and I get it. At one point, I will probably be there. Comfort is God great. willing, I'm not extremely obese or overweight yeah, right. and having to drive no, in. I, I can you. walk still. But I'm sure it's, I mean, I would love to have a, a shooting house that is, you know, honestly, my goal would be to have a big ag field of my own that I live on, that I, that I own, that I can put one of those in with a couch and a heater and I can sleep in there instead of having to walk to the stand and bump deer. That would be awesome. Just cook breakfast right there. Yeah. 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 Like, you know, and, you know, but it sounds a little great. solar panel. It sounds great, but yeah, it's not I'm, really I'm with you, though. I kind of it'd be kind of cool to do that for rifle. Yeah. But I do also love the fact of walking in, coming in under, you know, under darkness and being quiet and trying not to make a lot of noise. Don't get me wrong. You're still going to bump deer if they're thick in there. Right. I bumped like three deer walking in opening morning. Yeah. But I don't it doesn't discourage me because I know deer will always come back to the same. I mean, the, yeah, I saw a ton of deer. There's something but exciting about it's, it. It's just, yeah, it's now cool. it was crazy because when the sun did come up, we could see the reflector on the back of your side by yeah. side. So we, a, we yeah. didn't have. Well, the work started for me a little while later. But yeah. I had a panic moment, though, if you remember. <laughs> I was like, oh, I thought I saw somebody's like hunter orange. Yeah, no, I it was remember. a fucking triangle. Yeah, it was a triangle ranger on the fucking heated and air conditioned. Yeah, dope yeah. ass ranger. It, thing is fucking. Yeah, cool. it's a uh, it's a little much, but having the little kids like having the heat and the air conditioning Dude, on that, it's yeah, it's worth it. Get it's your worth kids it. experience that. Yeah. So we're hanging. Jake is a few hundred yards from us yeah. in a tree stand. He's already got his buck, so he's out on bucks. He's mama hunting. He sends you. A video yep. of a pretty good sized buck. Good buck, from yeah. From what we could see. So he sent me a video at like 755. I thought it was 744. Something like that. Well, he had told me 740. He made it. So he sent me it on Snapchat. Oh, well, he could have taken it and yeah. then sent it because he told me very clearly 744 or 644. I'm sorry. No, it would have been seven because, yeah, it had been seven because it was like daylight, daylight. Yeah. And then. He mm. came around about eight fourteen. I let think. Me, let me scroll back. I have it quick. written down. So he sent me the second video at seven fifty six. Okay. And this was, and then the first one that he sent me on Snapchat was probably about five minutes before that. So okay. Seven fifty. Okay. Roughly. Right. So yeah, seven forty five, seven fifty somewhere. Gotcha. In there, of this buck that he said 
Well, here, I can just pull up the text and he'll tell me. He'll tell me here. He said, uh, I, I, he goes, oh, let's see what he says. Um, I said, okay, got one just now. He just texted me this, you know, at 743. Okay. So there you go. Okay. So he saw him. He said, 743, good buck. And he goes, fuck, he's on the hit list <laughs> at 748. I go, is he big? And, and he sends me the video on Snapchat. All right. And I'm like, oh, yeah, he's, he's a big buck. He's like, he's pretty wide, not that tall, but he's wide, and he came within bow range. And I'm like, is he heading our way? And you're like, yeah, but he's moving that way, but kind of away from you. Right. And I said, which way? And he said, northeast. Okay. So Jake's in a stand 500 yards. We'll say 500 yards okay. for easy math. Sounds good. Straight north of us. If you would have turned and looked dead due north, and there were and no, trees, no trees, and he had a flag, there would be a, yeah, there would be a rope that's straight as an arrow. Okay. For whatever reason, this is how it ended up. He said that this deer was going northeast. So that means we're south of him. This deer's going northeast, which makes sense because at the thicket on a creek bed, I saw a lot of deer coming in and out of there. Wait, so if he was going northeast to Jake, then that means he would have been going away from us. So he came in. So Jake's facing east. Okay. okay that's the okay, okay. Okay. He's looking east. If he's sitting in the stand, his back against a tree. Okay. Gotcha. Due east. That deer came in from the west behind him. Okay. That first video where you see him crossing over that ATV yep. trail. And he's going south at that point. And then he kind of loops around. And then he goes in front of Jake and goes northeast. Makes okay. sense now. And then he says he may have angled south. So I know this is exactly what happened because I've hunted that stand multiple times at this point already. The deer will in that northeast corner, they go straight south in the thicket, very similar to what we were hunting in. Mm -hmm. And so if and I know that's exactly what happened because where this particular deer came out at would have been if he angled south and came down that line where I saw multiple bucks chasing does for two weeks prior, right? So there's a lot of scent. There's a lot of reason why they would it's take a that route. travel corridor. Yeah. Correct, yeah. And so, and I already had that picture of that buck on camera a week and a half prior. Okay. Um, and then he sent me another video of him at six uh, 7.56, and then... Uh, Let's see here. It came into our life not long after that. So 7.56 and then 7.58 and then 8.14 is when he asked you guys. That's right. That's and right. Then, yeah. So, again. I'm glad I had the time stamps. I am too. Yeah. I, and I think, and uh, so what we're talking about, I mean, it's pretty <laughs> obvious what we're talking about. Yeah. We have the timeline of this deer, Velmo, walking past Jake and kind of cutting back around. I can't. Oh, he wasn't walking. He was. Huffing. He was kind of getting it. Yeah. yeah. I can't visualize it as much as you because I he don't know trotting. the property, but trotting head down, sniffing, trying yeah. to find something. But he did. So we have a timeline of exactly basically what he did. So it's like if a dude went in and robbed a bank, you yeah. see him across the street at the shell station at yep. this time. Yep. And then he, you know what I mean? Like you, so Checking we're all the street cameras. Yeah. Yeah. So at this point, again, things are a little quiet. Very quiet. Brady's pretty much telling me just get back out here first thing in the morning. Yeah, let's yeah. See. We weren't going in. No. But yeah. it was like, we're I mean, gonna, I was going to sit here for a while. I, but. I was fully ready to sit all day with you. I do. Well, stand all day with you. Yeah. yeah. You're going to get up and down. You're doing was, burpees. Yeah. I was fully committed to it all day long. Me too. Um, the temperatures were going to suck. Um, we were out because we, we knew there was a cold front coming. Obviously, we had freezing degrees this morning. Um, well, then remember I, those leaves started to fall real good. Yeah, and the temperature and then the temp dropped a the, little. The bit. wind came. Yeah, and the temperatures dropped, and I'm like, all right, this is kind of nice. Um, 
But yeah, so he texted us that second video at 7.56. And then yeah, that's so it. We had no, there was no like, let's go. Cause, because like I told you, dude, and and you agreed and, and everybody that I know agrees, sitting out in the woods, it's, it's just therapeutic and beautiful. Yeah, and I didn't care if I saw another one all day, really, honestly. Right. It's it, hard to replicate or to explain to somebody unless you actually physically do it. Yeah. And just being out, I mean, and I'll be honest with you, that was probably the third or fourth time I've ever hunted out of a blind. Oh, you're always in a stand. Always in a some... stand. I like stand hunting because of the visibility. Sure. And because you're not in the line of sight of deer. Okay, right. They don't look up quite as much and all that. Sure. And because, too, if you have your deer stand hung strategically like you're supposed to, you got trees behind you, all right. around you, so when they look up, there's no silhouette. Right, yada, yada, right, yada. right. So you're hidden in plain sight. So we're hanging out. Again, at this point, it's slowing down. We're kind of just talking, not kind of, we're talking about life Dude, and we're kids. Just, yeah, and, we're talking about it all, man. business and work yeah. and just, just, we were... Fucking everything. We did not let go of uh tactical strategy whatsoever we were still know. whispering and being really quiet we're it's whispering just, and not even making eye contact yeah <laughs> yeah he was looking out one side i'm just yeah. kind of panning just out talking. in front yeah. of me the other we we're just just talking like yeah you know he moved out we don't get to bullshit as much so sure. we we're just catching up i get this tap on my left shoulder and i <laughs> i described this a, a buddy of mine at work steve uh when i told him the story the other day you know when you have a story like this you're yeah, animated yeah. you know every Dude, yeah. fucking detail and he's like hey man what you need to do when you get, you need to write this stuff down because, and, and I, it, this thing, it sounded to me like it's been passed down through generations of his family yeah. or he just started it. But yeah. when you get a buck like that or your first buck or, or something like that, he said, I think you should definitely start writing just a few paragraphs sure. because as time goes on, <clears throat> your some of these details are going to slip. It's just, it's just, well, I mean, I'm talking about like slip or, uh, um, uh, change for the better <laughs> that, that too they might they might get a little bit like my fish was this big yeah my fish was this big yeah you know or just kind of take a back seat and you sure. don't you don't add them in so what he was telling me is like write this stuff down when you get them back put it in an envelope or whatever you got to do yeah and put it right behind well, the mount so luckily you won't have to now <laughs> exactly and i told <laughs> him i was like now. i go do my buddy's coming over we're gonna fucking podcast about it yeah. so but his point was one day when you pass that down to cash yeah. He'll always have that story that you oh, yeah. And I thought that was so fucking cool, man. So Dude, yeah. I've got my paper right here in front of me. I've been writing it. Well, he said like, a couple paragraphs. Yeah. I'm on page five. Well, that's like, like when when we were getting out of the blind to go to go look. I was like, yeah, we gotta we gotta talk. We gotta sit down and talk about this one. Yeah, absolutely. Because to me, it just is so funny. Because like I told you, I, I was listening to I've been listening to your podcast, right? Yeah. Because I have Long drives or sure. I'm working, I always have headphones. Rush in, hogging, so yeah. I re- half the time I would rather listen to somebody talking about whatever. Of course. Then you listen to of music. Of course. Listen to the same song for the thousandth time. Yeah, absolutely. You know, same shitty music we all listen to. Right. And uh and your last podcast with with the guy that you're in the, the Ethan sniper, Place, yeah. He had talked about he had been talking about hunting. And when did you record that? That was uh that was on our birthday. That was on the tenth. So so it was that Friday. Yeah, yeah. So it was the morning before you saw me. Exactly. Okay. Yep. Just the day Dude, before. It just—it's like full circle. It's so weird to me, and I can't keep—I th- keep thinking about it. That you had talked about it, and then you even said in that podcast you had alluded to like, well, you know, you'd like to hunt, but you just don't have the opportunity. Sure. And my ass comes along. What? Not 
eight hours later, and I'm like, yeah, dude, come out on This whole thing's weird. Dude. You know what I mean? It's really fucking and then weird. It, it all comes to fruition. It's fucking really strange. I just thought it was cool. Trust me, I've know. been thinking all this <laughs> stuff, too. I'm like, fuck, yeah. how did that even work out? So um, I get this tap on my left shoulder. Now, again, I, Brady's behind me. Uh, standing, standing, sitting, standing, sitting. He's got his binos out the rear. There's a how many acre lake behind us? Yeah, 15. Fifteen acre lake, probably. I mean, I can see it's 30, 40 yards behind us. So he's on the glass, just looking around. We're Which, still totally. St- oh, sorry to cut you off. But no. The reason I also too have that blind here is that nine times out of ten, that wind will swirl on that lake and come off that lake at our back. Which are not. I'm sorry, not at our back. The way the the way that it lays out, it it should be coming where the wind's coming from. Like it swirls and comes at our face. Yeah, right. Why I don't know why it's which back. is good. No, which I is got good. You. Yeah, and and that's kind of how it was that that morning too. We had a wind in our face slightly. It was at our back, and then it shifted, and it was at our face. So that when we when you're in that location, that deer was upwind of us. I got to tell you, I don't. I did not Even recognize that yeah. at all. I noticed that too because I felt the hair, the wind on my neck slightly when I right. creeped open the blind when we as light came in. Yeah, and then I noticed it shifted after like a half an hour to an hour because there's just it's such a big body of water right there yeah yeah and i mean we're in thick woods so the wind's cut a little bit anyway it's gonna play yeah but it's just weird how it worked i'm telling those first two deer that ran by i even told you i go they just don't give a shit they were downwind of us Uh, you said it i know they smelled us and they still didn't care no they didn't no one took (laughs) off like somebody's over there this time of the year they they were just moving don't care yeah so i got a more aggressive excited not just there's a a doe over there tap on my left shoulder <laughs> I, I so when i got that tap i knew that it was something i need to perk up and perk pay up, attention yeah. to i am on brady's remington 700 um 30 no chamber, so that 30 out six is a remington 783 okay so okay. it's like a it's like the um it's like the like the step down from the 700. I have a 700 and 270, chambered in 270. It's my new favorite rifle. Yeah, right? it's a, that doing. one was, I bought that <laughs> rifle, dude, when I was broker than shit. Yeah. Working, I was working at Bass Pro. I was a para, so I wasn't even a teacher. I was a para oh. at that, po- that time, working full time there, making 13 bucks an hour right. if I was lucky. Yeah. And then I was working at Bass Pro too, too to supplement my income. Um, and, uh, it was uh, it was like a two. They had it on sale. I think I paid scope and all rifle scope combo was like two hundred and twenty five bucks. Oh really? Oh yeah. Oh. And and and, and factory sighted in. You know when it comes out, yeah, which is sure. Bull, bullshit. Yeah. And so they basically put a bore sight through it, sighted at twenty five yards, yep. and called it a day. Yep. So you, of course you take it out. And I told you I go. They say you know you're only supposed to shoot three rounds a year. Yeah. One decided in and two deer, right? Yeah. yeah. And I think I still have the original box of shells that I bought for that rifle, you know, for that same reason. But and so it's a tack driver, man. Oh yeah. For as cheap as it was, well, it's a freaking tack driver. To go back on the rifle, Brady had sent me where he was sitting uh, the uh, opening day, the buck that he had gotten. He had sent me the photo where he was, where the buck was, and then, you know, how you can, the, yeah. when you take a photo, you can draw on it. He sent me the photo of the lane that he <laughs> You had. almost can't even see the deer. It's not much, dude. Yeah. It's not it was, 10, yeah. 12 a foot. Maybe, I don't know. It yeah. wasn't. And it, I I mean, it's, it's there's some, it's just a weird feeling because I bow, I bow hunt a fuck ton. And, you know, it's just bow hunting you have to have a clear lane i mean you have to they have to be sitting still yeah you want them fully broadside yeah sure 
yada 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 with a rifle it's like a sense of just like power yeah well, you know course. what i mean i mean even just like concealing carrying or if you're out in the boonies open carrying you just have a sense safety. of like yeah. just safety and yeah. just like power yeah that you have to you know protect at the same time sure. as like you just feel a sense of like you know empowerment or whatever yeah well, how when many you, when you're ahead. yeah when you're rifle hunting though like you know it hey if i see this deer and he's within 150 yards because like i was telling you like when i rifle hunt i don't have a fucking rifle rest i'm hunting out of a hang on no yeah there wasn't i rifle i shouldered that thing up freehand right and so i'm comfortable and i can hit it out to 150 yards yeah get after that you want to have because you're you're dealing with bullet drop of course you, you want to have a little bit oh, more yeah. of, a, of a steady rest right oh, yeah and i'm not a marksman shooter I at all I i'm you. a redneck you yeah. know i shoot a lot yeah which helps i'm com- I'm comfortable but of that's course. the thing control your breath be comfortable of course you should be fine this is probably like a 70 yard shot give or take maybe 80 and maybe yours yeah oh, yeah. oh i thought we were talking about mine i'm like fuck i thought we anyway, yours was ahead. probably 50 50 yeah, 50 it was, but very similar terrain oh yeah 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 very yeah. similar you had same <laughs> patch of woods right uh well about 600 yards apart that way you were over yeah there, yeah but it was very similar to where like well, i had like a six inch window to to punch this round in yeah it was tight and and you know i shot over a doe because he had a doe that he was on and then she was out because this is how it always happens the doe will come out into the open clearing and she'll sniff around she'll stomp she'll do whatever to make sure it's clear and that duck that buck will hang back a little bit when he's when he's breeding a doe and he was back about 15 yards into this thick shit and i knew he was back there for like the last four hours i bet that's why i never climbed down because we were talking about climbing down and going to grab lunch and i'm like man i really want to do a full day sit i go i go i got some beef jerky you know i got coffee i got water i got, i'm good right and i was like but then we were like starting to get slow periods getting warm i'm like fuck i kind of want to climb down you know Ugh. But then I saw a deer come through, and then I saw another deer. I'm like, you know what? I'm just going to stay. And then an hour went by, two hours went by. I think there was a window where I was only seeing like four deer an hour, hmm. which in some cases is great. Yeah. But for what I had been seeing, I was right. kind of like, for opening day, and smacked the rut was on full. I'm like, man, I should be seeing more deer. Temperature sucked, though. And so I'm glad I stayed. It worked sure. out well. But in your case, though, a little different yeah. scenario. How many grains was that round? Just so I got it. Those up. were one fifty. I thought you said one fifty grain Winchester Deer Season XP Extreme Points. Okay. So like we had talked about beforehand, I'm like these dude. I'm like these rounds, fucking nasty. I've been shooting these exclusively out of that gun only for deer hunting. I don't use them for target. I I'll, I mean I use like I've used a couple for target, but normally if I just want to shoot the gun, I'll use those Remington Core Locks. Right. They're like the same grain. I mean, you know, they're not the same bullet, so they may not have the same flight path. Well, but exactly the same, right? They're the Remington and Winchester, like Pepsi and Cola, you yeah. know, Coke, it's very similar. Yeah. And so, but they're the rounds. I don't like the core locks as much, but these extreme points, you know, they have that like the bullets like half jacketed. Yeah. You know. Oh yeah. So it's mo- a lot more exposed lead, so the impact is a little bit more. It's just which we noticed. It was fucking gnarly. <laughs> but uh, yeah, 150 grain. Uh, 30, 30 out six. six. Right. Yeah. So. Uh, round has been chambered from uh, right when we sat down. Yeah. Um, Locked it safety in. still on at this point. Yep. I get this tap to my left, so obviously I know which way to go. I look over, and I saw I saw a body, and I saw movement. I know enough to know, like, yeah, look for movement and stuff like that. You know, yeah, just scan. Um, but I didn't quite see the whole picture yeah. for like a few seconds. Sure. But I knew by that tap 
I should be ready. Like, yeah. I need to get up and get ready. I believe what I said was like, I just tapped you. I'm like, big buck, big buck, big buck. Yeah, or shooter or, or something. Shooter buck. You yeah. said yeah, something. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, get ready, get ready. Because <laughs> so, I told you before, five to ten seconds I know. is all you're going to get. I know. So I got that going through my head, too. Yeah. So I'm like, which kind of panics you a little bit, rushes you. Of course. Which is the last thing you want. I know. You know, it's, it's not rushed. It's not perfect <laughs> environment, but yeah. I understand not having perfect environment. So this window to my left where I would be orientated to to see this deer it was like a 45 degree i'd yeah. say from where you're facing i had to do a little bit of twisting yeah it has a piece of if you have never sat in a ground blind before if you have this you'll know what i'm talking about there's a piece of material that keeps the structural integrity, integrity of yeah. the window if you will um at, like right down the center right so first when i when i get over to my left and find him just with my open eyes i'm not even on the scope yet um, I, I, so right when I saw him and then Brady's excitement rolled over to me. Yeah. So I'm like, fuck, I know this is something I need to be paying yeah. good attention. I mean, it to. was, yeah, there was no, it was a no doubt. No yeah. doubter. Well, you knew that I did. Well, I had him glassed. Yeah. So that's what I, I'm saying. I saw movement and then I pulled up my binos and I saw him. I mean, like I said, it's 50 yards, maybe Yeah. 50, 60 yards. And I'm like, I know the second I saw him through my glass, I'm like, this is a fucking hammer. Yeah. I, he's I, a. He's a donkey. I got all that information without many words being said, just from the tap. I'm telling you, like, I can feel it now. It was was like a serious, you know. Yeah. So I get up, and now, so I'm on the left side of that little piece of material. He's walking from left to right is is where I'm kind of facing. He was was coming out of the north. Yeah, right, Going southeast, like I told you they would do. Yeah. So I see him, I get him, I get him on the scope, selector goes to fire, and again, uh, lanes are a big deal in shooting. I yeah. again, I know enough to know I'm not going to take some rush shot. It, it would be better. It would be just as much of a win to me. Yeah. To know that I didn't take a stupid fucking shot and shoot a fucking yeah. tree. That that yeah. that to me, I would live with that much harder. <laughs> That's you know? a tough one. Yeah. So I I I'm coming across from left to right, and I bump that piece of material. Oh, he looked right at us too. Oh yeah. I mean, he. Oh yeah. He looked directly at us. Yeah. So I bumped that piece of material, and now <laughs> and I, I have. Little, I was a little nervous. I have choices to, like, scoot my seat back and mm-hmm. come around. I wasn't taking. He kind of did like a. You hunched back with your the yeah. gun up, pulled the gun up over this. Little yeah, I bought strap, I brought the barrel in and around, and then yeah. poked back out. And this use the use the blind kind of as like a rest because I mean it's it's perfect level for it. That's all I had. Yeah, it was great. Um, so. At this point, I I see Elmo for the first time. And like Brady said, he's fucking staring at me like I am pretty sure he was looking at me. Yeah. And knowing I was looking at him, like it was yeah. like we had it. There was a second there. But here's the thing with deer, though. Their eyesight's so fucking bad. Yeah. They key on movement and scent. I'll give it to you. So so when I bring that barrel in and come around, I thought, well, he, he yeah. fucking knows exactly. But I think, too... Because that wind shifted, he wasn't he wasn't sending us. He wasn't winding us. It didn't which, look that way to me. Well, I think what happened too is to the untrained. We me. had that particular window opened all the way up. Yeah, that's true. The window I saw him about, I had it cracked like two inches at the top, so I could move around and look out there, and nobody would see me. And the reason I had none of the windows behind us opened up was so that if you look through, you don't see a silhouette. You just see black. But where that window was set up, the window drift, because those are the front, like the front three or four windows were all open. Yeah. And the back three or four windows were all closed. Right. And he could probably see movement through it, which is why he was staring. Yeah. 
And so that's why I was like, you got five seconds. Uh, dude, I'm glad you weren't sitting down like you just were a few minutes ago. Oh, yeah. I would have never saw him. I might have seen the tail end of him. Yeah. Because there was a big-ass tree there yeah. that he went behind Yeah. before you got your, your opportunity yeah. to shoot at him. And it could have gone one of 10,000 ways. Real quick. Yeah. He could have been like, fuck this, I'm out. Or he could have just darted and kept going and never stopped. Yeah, something, and I I think did I grunt at him? Or I did. did. You made a noise because I he asked you. Old, I asked you to let yeah. me do that. I, yeah, yeah. I'm because like, I know oh, yeah, enough. I asked you, do you want me to stop him? No. And you're like, no, I got it. Yeah. And I'm like, you got it. Yep. It's on you let now. It happen. So I I come around that piece of material. Now I get on him, and I know exactly where he is. But again, with my other eye, I'm looking at lanes. Right. Yeah. That's most important. You're like, where the hell am I going to shoot him at? Yeah. How, <laughs> where? Okay. Well, I'm I'm anticipating his movement. Right. And then when he's going to walk into a good lane for him. Yep. So I did. I got him stopped. You stopped. And again, that wind was a little heavy, so I don't know if I did it twice or not. It seems yeah. like I did it once, and he didn't hear me, and I, I yeah, had to hit him again. Yeah, you did it twice. You did it twice. All right. And I'm he gonna... when he stopped, too, he was kind of, he was quartering two. Oh, yeah. That's, yep. Which which isn't terrible. You really want him either perfectly broadside. Of course. Or in my opinion, with, with the rifle, especially quartering away, so that if you do shoot vitals and he's quartering away, it's going to go out of his front shoulder. Neck, right. You don't have a Whoa. chance. If he's quartering in... And you shoot him, depending on how far he's quartering in, you could hit stomach, whatever. Fuck some shit up. Gut yeah. shot. Yeah. Because that bullet could pass through. As we know, yeah. it does. Yeah. And so he was quartering to just enough to where you could still almost get a clean broadside shot. So, near. So like I told you, I had the crosshairs on that front shoulder. Again, I, I was hoping for full broadside. I yeah. didn't get that. But his actions, the way he was staring at me, the way he was moving when I first put eyes on him, I, yeah. I believed exactly what you said about him. This dude is not going to be standing around. No. Come to find out through that video, he did not a lot of standing around, period. He was no. moving. He was moving. So when I got around that piece of material, I I know I felt 100% confident that I had those crosshairs yeah. right on that fucking front shoulder. Yep. I, I know for a fact, well, I know especially now and afterwards that I did not pull that shot. I was not rushed. Yeah. I knew I had to go quick, but I had, he. I mean, this motherfucker, he just stopped in such I a mean, good lane. It, he presented yeah. himself to me. And like, I feel like if you wouldn't pull the trigger when you did, you maybe had in two seconds and he would have been gone. Oh, I, I He would have kept moving. I have to that's agree. what they do. Yeah. And and, and yeah. finding him in another good lane and getting him stopped again, and he would have been even farther. You, right? Who knows? A who knows? Different adjustment. So, yeah. I, I and I did, man. I uh, I took my breath and waited and yep. exhaled and and tried to listen and feel. And, and I never watched you. I just I had eyes on him the whole time. I and I'm glad about that. Yeah. That, I just kept watching him because I wanted to see once you took that shot, you know, because you can see. I'm getting like excited yeah. now. You can see if you watch the deer, if you have another set of person or you have a camera or whatever, you can watch the deer and their body language will tell you what you need to know. Yeah. On the shot. If they don't drop, that means you didn't hit them in a in a I mean you can as you can find as you found out, yeah. you can shoot a deer in the vitals and they not drop. Yeah, for sure. Happens all the time with the bow. For sure. But that kinetic energy from that round. That's that's what knocks him down. That, oh yeah, that, that stopping power oh, that not, that we always talk about handguns and all that dude. shit. Yeah, but this was a big fucking deer. Yeah, he was strong. Yeah, and I mean you hit him, and he went. I would say I think he went every bit of twenty yards. Well, hold on. So again, from YouTube and 
they slow it down and you get to see that impact, impact. Yeah. Right. And if we would have had it on video and could have zoomed in and we had, say we had an awesome camera, you would have seen that right. it did hit his shoulder. See, I didn't get to see that. Oh, it hit him. I knew it hit him. Well, I knew you hit him. I knew I knew that my shot was good. Yeah. But when I came off of the scope a little bit with the recoil and racked yeah. another round, like I had to pick him back up. And by the time I picked him up, he had already turned. And he was gone. And was starting to run. Yeah. And I had eyes on him the whole time. And where you hit him was just on the other side of the fence, which to anybody listening, we had 100%, you know, right to yeah, yeah, shooting yeah, yeah. there. It was, it was all. You know. I wouldn't be putting it on here if it was. Illegal. Yeah, it was all permissible. It was no, all good. I shot him. And so about five, ten yards behind him, the ground kind of went down like a little berm. And so once he ran like 10, 15 yards, like I lost him. But I never, but he, because he went down, down. He didn't run off. Yeah. I knew if he would have ran off because when deer run, they bounce, they hop, whatever. I would have seen him antlers. I would have seen tail. I would have seen something. Yeah. But there was also, a, out of all these trees that are, you know, max eight inch, 10 inch in diameter, for some reason there was a tree there that was like five foot in diameter. Yeah. It was huge. Yeah. yeah. But I lost him behind that, but I never saw, I never saw an access escape. When I so picked I'm like, it, he's down, down. When I, I picked him back, sure. I know. When I picked but him I back up, so. I saw white tail, but we both noticed something. Um, and I'm glad you brought that up because it just sprang back to my mind. We both noticed when he took off, he did to me what I call like a little stutter step, right? So when he first booked and I was watching him and had good sight on him, mm -hmm. he was on a clear full tilt, just fucking yeah. gallop, you know? And then when like, he did that little stutter thing, you said something, and it was like something to the effect of, I think he just kind of fucking stumbled or something. Yeah. You know? So yeah, it, it was indicative to me that I yeah. knew that I did what I was. I was. He was hurting, man. I was yeah. all the way sure that I knew I yeah. put a good shot on, but like I yeah. needed a little bit. So of verification just yeah. for the animal, you know. I yeah. wanted. I wanted to make sure I fucking got so a good. So I noticed too when he was running, he wasn't running full sprint. You could tell something was arrived his run. Which is usually indicative of a front shoulder. Sure. He just fucking hammered his shoulder and Ooh, broke, too, broke, yeah. broke his leg, basically. Yeah. So, but when I saw him, before I saw him, I lost him behind that tree. He did like a dip, like stumble. Yeah. And that's always indicative of, all right, they're going down. Right. That's that first initial, initial like crashing. Yeah. Right. Let me talk about. And, and that's exactly what he did. Yeah. I mean, he my went biggest 20 thing, yards. My biggest thing, and I kept asking you, did I hit him? Oh, and yeah. you're like, dude, you fucking hit him. Yeah, you hit him. And I wasn't, I just didn't know where. Yeah. Like, cause. Well, you're not looking through the scope. No, no. With me. I've you just know seen, I mean? I'm seeing his ass. Yeah. Running away. Right. You heard a bang and yeah. then a run. And then I was seeing his, the side of him that you didn't, that was the backside, which we later found out there wasn't a clean pass through. No. And there's a reason why. Yeah. But there wasn't a clean pass through. So, so I didn't see any blood coming out. And I even know. when we got to the point of impact, when we had no blood, there was zero blood trail at all. I was like, what the fuck, man? Which is very uncommon, especially with the rifle shot. From that distance, from that, distance, that round. Exactly. That placement, even. Zero blood trail. There yeah. was no blood until we found him. Yeah. That was the only spot with blood. So I'm fucking jacked a million percent. Yeah. I'm like, I, I don't, Brady, I know it was a good shot. I know yeah. I fuck. He's like, dude, you got him. Let's just chill out. Because again, yeah. we lost sight. Yeah. So now, as all you hunters well know, and uh, people hopefully listening are are not hunters, you got to give it a few because yeah. you don't want to run up on the deer. He's still full of adrenaline. He just yeah. got shot in his fucking chest yeah. while he was chasing some chicks. Right. And uh, 
you know, you don't want to run up on them and jump them, and then they run even further. Now you got yeah. more work cut out for you, which turns out I'm fucking glad I didn't. Yeah, do. yeah. Um, yeah, no, I mean, so they say with like a bow, unless you know, like, I mean, you got guys that film hunts, right? And they can literally slow mo and see exactly where you penetrated, right? And you hit vials, whatever. And then if you see the deer go down, that's one thing. But if you lose sight of the deer and you didn't think it was a good shot, it's always safe to kind of back out, go the opposite direction, work around them. Yeah. So they don't bump them. Right? Because yeah. they'll bed yeah. down. They'll bed down and eventually they'll bleed out, die, whatever. With a rifle, though, in most cases, because your accuracy should be a lot better. You should be able to get into the vitals a lot easier because you're at a, in a rifle. And nine times out of ten, if the deer doesn't drop, he's going to be dead within 40, 50 yards. Yeah. I, th- I knew that deer was dead because I never saw him exit. I never saw him leave. He just went down, and I lost sight of him. I knew that deer. That deer was honestly probably dead within the first 30 seconds. Yeah. Honestly. Well, again, going back to the beginning of this thing and my <clears throat> emotional side of it, like I just wanted verification that I did my job correctly and that, yeah. I, and that he was fucking not just out there. Sure. It was, it was an kicking around and suffering. Yeah. Like, kill. Right. That was which so much. Was I either wanted case. to fucking miss him completely, which yeah. I was very confident I did not, do, did not do or that. kill him quick. Right. So we give it the old, I don't know how many minutes we get. I go, let's give him five to ten. I think we gave him like six minutes. Yeah. I, I, I was like, I don't know if we got one wait anymore. I know that deer's dead. I was itching. Yeah. And I'm like, well, let's just take a slow approach. Yeah. I'm like, you know, he's down. So you There's go. No doubt. You go, dude, you go I ahead go, of me. The, I go, and I'm like, I trust these, this ammo. These, let these suckers work. I yeah. know these things. We'll, I told you we'll I could shoot, but you've never seen that. So, right. like, yeah, I mean, well, you, you kind of got to take that. You know value. how to use a, yeah. a, a firearm. Just, yeah. You know, yeah. I assume you did. This isn't your first time. I but mean, there's a lot going on, you know, right. so somebody could I could very easily. There's a lot of variables yeah. involved uh, a lot. So but. we we get out of the blind and uh, wisely. Brady's like, hey, either go in front of me or just to the side. Be ready in case he does right. jump yeah. up. You got the gun in your hand. You lead a little bit in front of me. And then that way I can kind of keep eyes on too. And then, yeah, if, if for some reason he, he's not dead and he wants to jump up and take off. Yeah. So yeah. like you said, um, we walked over to that big tree. Now, yeah. that was the big marker that we knew where he was. Yeah, he was just to the right of that and when you shot him. And again, we found no blood Zero over blood. there. So yeah. there, was, there was doubt there for a second. But it wasn't far after that traveling in that direction i I walked like 15 feet and i saw a white belly yeah well no i thought you saw antlers right because i saw i saw a white belly see i didn't see that the one thing i saw in that whole patch of thicket was this different colored thing yeah it just (laughs) it it did not look the same as everything one of us i saw yeah i saw like the back of his white white belly i didn't mean it's it's like uh, sticking out like a sore thumb and brown and and brown i didn't see that at all it was overcast too at that time right so it's all brown. Everything's brown. Yeah. It's dead this time of the year. Everything's dead. It's all there's no green. So white sticks out like a sore thumb. Big time. So when when I saw, I thought we saw the same thing. I guess we didn't. When I saw him, it still seemed to me like he was like at least another hundred yards away. Yeah. Right. So we're like slowly kind of walking. And then so now again we're in thicket, yeah. right? So yeah, that thicket, that depth perception. So it's it, not just as a to b you don't yeah, just walk in a straight line you're walking diagonally like you know those plinko boards from yeah the right, is right exactly where they drop it down it's like ding, ding, ding. that's the wood line yeah line. we're walking through we're dodging limbs and trees and shit right. i mean it looks like a scene out of like 
a freaking, yeah. I don't even know. It's just, it's thick shit. So I see him, I see an antler. What I was pretty positive was an antler. Yeah. But as I'm walking over, I kind of got to dodge and weave in and around. So and you like, lose your bearing. I yeah. stopped that. I stopped seeing that for a second. And then I kind of come around another tree. I stopped <laughs> seeing that. Little do I know, Brady starts recording me walking up on this yeah. thing. Now, I'll say it's funny because... It looked exactly what I know I would look like on a patrol in Iraq. Like it, it was not, it was not a deer hunter stomping through the yeah. woods. Like I thought the VC was fucking out there, dug in, waiting on us. You know, yeah, You're um, dodging punji sticks. Yeah, dude, I was like fucking. It was heavy. Um, yeah. So we get over there now. Again, I kind of took another path just uh, around some shit. Brady yeah. was over to my right, I'm behind you to the right, probably about 10, 10 15 feet. Yeah, and I'm like, dude, you go. He's down. And I was like, fucking, I, and on the video, I'm like, where? where? <laughs> yeah, you're, you're looking like, like, you're probably looking 30 foot to the left. I was looking was. for fucking Jake out there somewhere. <laughs> yeah, I was, yeah. I was trying to find some yeah. shit that was like, you're looking too for far orange. Away. Yeah. He was probably 30 to 40 feet to your right, like to the right. And then probably only like, I don't know, like 40 feet away. Yeah. In front. I, I yeah. thought because you don't realize how much ground you've covered and yeah, it changes sure, yeah. and you, oh, you yeah. just, everything got kind of fucked up on Yeah. Me. And so, uh, and I'm like looking at the deer, and you're on camera, and I'm like looking back at the deer. I'm like, does he not see it? Did you see your fucking deer? So I go, no, he's over there. I go, where? And you're like, right there. Yeah. I come like look around this tree and see this fucking guy laying there, and like, so now I'm like, holy fuck, man! Like, I I just got that fucking deer, you know? So. Uh, yeah. Again, in the video, I walk up and I think now my eyes were playing tricks on me because looking at his eyeballs, they do that thing. And I hate to be like graphic. If you don't yeah. like this, I appreciate that. You can you can shut down, man. I, I totally understand. Right. But this is just my observation. And I wanted to try to paint this picture of a, a awesome day in, in my world that I try to give you guys. But um, I was looking at his eyeball and it did do that glazed over thing, yeah. you know? So yeah. like, to me, life was, life was gone and it was mm-hmm. over and it was done and there was no suffering. And like, so again, oh, my, yeah. my main concern, but I thought, and I told Brady, I go, hang on, he's still breathing. And yeah. you were like, no, no he isn't, dude, he's done. No. And I was like, can you see that? Cause I, I could have swore his fucking belly was in and out, you know, yeah. I, like I could have swore. He wasn't breathing. Turns out, um, well, he he it, it was done. Man, there was a little carnage or on his breathing apparatus. <laughs> well, so I, I know you remember. I walk over and I could see what looked like if you could imagine breaking a rib, it protruding. Well, not imagine. This is exactly what happened. It protruding yeah. out of the side of your stomach where your rib would be, but it didn't break through the skin. skin right. So like there was this little hump there, and I was yeah. like, because I'm looking around like I fucking where now where did I hit him? Because again, there's yeah. no blood, there's no exit, there's no the, well, not a full. There was yeah the the only blood that I saw was around its mouth right. on the ground. Right. Yeah. Because the, there was no exit hole, and the entrance hole was which we found at a later date at a later time the entrance hole and this is the weirdest thing to me the entrance hole of impact was literally it looked like i'm sorry the the exit hole looked like the entrance hole and the entrance hole looked like the exit hole because there was there was an exit but it just didn't go through the skin didn't break the hide <laughs> Hold on, go get your mom. She's upstairs. But yeah, so like, I, it's all backwards for me. So the exit hole that protruded out of the actual body, but not didn't break the hide, was like the size, basically, of the caliber of the bullet, a little bit bigger. 
And then the entrance hole, which we come to find out, looked like the exit hole. Just mangled meat, lung mixed in together with broken bone, shards of bone, shards of the bullet. Yeah, there was fragments. But that was the entrance hole. Yeah. Which, at the outside, though, it was like... Hold on one second. Oh, yeah, you're good. All right, we're back. Sorry, Echo lost his fucking elephant toy (laughs) under the steps, and I had to get him out of here, so he's with his mommy now. So you were talking about the entrance yeah. wound and the bone fragment. Right. So like when we before before it was the deer was cut open, gutted, whatever, there was literally like a hole the size of like a penny on on the actual hide on the, sh- the side that you shot him. A little bit of if you pushed around it, you know, it's a little it's a little graphic, but if you pushed around it, some blood would come out. Yeah. And that was about it. There was no exit hole on the outside. But once we got the deer, retrieved it and whatever, and we found out as we were taking the hide off and caping it out and gutting it. The exit hole was like the size of like a nickel. And the entrance hole was like the size of like your fist. It was, <laughs> it makes no sense to me. So I'm going to go back. Um, when, when he was laying there again, the entry is on the ground. So I couldn't even see that part, but I remember I put my hand on that kind of protrusion. Yeah. It was just kind of like, I put a little bit of pressure on it and it, it almost seemed like, an air pop you yeah. know what i mean like yeah. it, it, it was, was something it wasn't just hot it wasn't just Out of place. fur standing up you know yeah but dude uh it was it, it it was damaged yeah i mean that bullet did exactly what i expected it oh, to do yeah i mean it worked. you know it, it it did it did it, it took him out quick but again when i saw him your expression and your um like tempo and your temperament painted the bigger picture for me i still i guess don't realize like what you know the the severity like how big he he's a big boy but i could tell he was big and he had his fucking neck on him i've said it a couple times it was like tyson in the 80s man it was just like fucking this neck but there there was that huge part of me and you uh you graciously like let me uh, like experience it you know because again like i just took something yeah you know i just oh, i just shut up let yeah you, let you have a moment no it was it was good um i mean i'll tell you right now and i'm not afraid to admit this and i don't think most hunters are if you don't have some sense of emotion take over some sense of just like you know gratitude yeah sympathy empathy Respect. whatever you want to call it yeah for that animal i mean you're just not human yeah you know I mean, you see these guys that do these like camp camera hunts and their footage, and they'll they'll shoot a deer, and they're like fist pumping. They're like, "Fuck yeah!" And they're like going nuts. I see that, and I was like, "All right, dude, chill out." But I get it too at the same time. That just might be how they show their excitement. Exactly, right? I get it. And like when I see a deer, man, I don't do any of that. Yeah, big buck, small buck, though. I get a sense of adrenaline because you, you get that. There's no doubt. Oh yeah, the adrenaline rush is nuts. But, I mean, I don't get, like, fist pumping. I mean, granted, I'm always by myself, so that could be why. And I'm not filming it, so I'm not trying to get views either. Right. But I, I definitely, you definitely get this sense of, like, just over you. It's like, it was okay, heavy. I just did something. Yeah. Like but then also, I'm like, well, now the work begins. There was <laughs> you know that, what I mean? too. Yeah. That's the, that's the other, because it's, it's short-lived. Yeah. It's, it's there for a little bit, and then you're like, all right, now I got to go to work. Yeah. Now the real work happens. So... Jake caught this guy on film coming through. However, I mean, 20, 20 minutes, minutes and uh, us. he he came in and he was put down quick and ethically and humanely and all that good stuff. So, yeah, I was just kind of checking him out. And I, 
I don't know, man. He, uh, I, I sent it. I sent the photo to a buddy. Yeah. Same guy, Steve, at work, and of course, and and I talked to him yesterday when I was telling the story. He's the guy that told me about writing the. Uh, he had to text me back with Bambi. Yeah. Because you yeah. can't just go uh, yeah. like, "Fuck, he's a," you know. Yeah. He had to well, fuck no, with me a little bit. Nobody's gonna give you give you credit. No, of course not. Why no. the fuck would they? He do had that? to fuck with me a little bit, but yeah, there's no fun in that. Um, so pre-hunting, I was talking to you on the phone a couple days before, and I go, "Hey, man, if it's cool with you." I would like to, I got to, I got to field dress my first deer. Yeah. I shot him. It was like a couple minutes, a couple minutes later, there was, I wouldn't have taken a shot on a deer. Like it was getting late. Oh yeah. And the locker that we were taking it to was closing soon. And we had like a 30 minute drive there. So my, and the same thing, my buddy, Adam Clayton, he took me, I I was asking him like, Hey man, cause I've been, I've been doing my, you know, two thousands research and that equals YouTube. And I'm like, this is something I really want to like experience. Yeah, just kind of yeah. like see what's going on and stuff. So we had that conversation. We're like, dude, I'll sit back and fucking you. It's on you, you know. So I, I which I was totally, I wanted anyway. Yeah. Um. So I didn't know the protocol. Like, I yes, of course, I wanted to get a photo of him. And yeah, I was, I was very happy and and all that stuff. Uh, once I knew that he was dead, though. Yeah. I was I got a lot happier about the yeah. whole thing like and then you you were like dude he's a fucking big deer man yeah he's a I'm like is he I, like seriously about, I was like yeah, is he really about, he's a, you're like yeah yeah dude I don't know if I've ever shot a deer that big so yeah it started to set in that like this was a really cool fucking buck so um that lake that we had talked about so now uh oh oh you from where where he was laying at you. Uh, looked back at the blind with your mm-hmm. um, what's it called where you get the yardage uh, where you can see how far away oh range finder range finder you I think said eighty four or eighty two yards I well I didn't have my range finder with me because I, I I never take it rifle hunting but I have on my app oh that's right it was I, I ranged it and I saw there was like eighty four yards it was right yeah. in there somewhere so meaning he it wasn't far he away didn't from go where far. we were but. You had brought up a pretty cool idea about getting him over to that yeah. lake to get like good backdrop for Let's a photo. Drag him up. Well, we had to go by that lake anyways to get back exactly. to the vehicle. You're like, dude, it's your first one. Get a good okay, photo. Let's get a good picture you of know? you there, and you know, get that lake behind you there, so it's kind of a cool just backdrop instead of just you know the shitty ass woods that we're in. Yeah. So uh, as plus we, if the, the ground was clear to lay him out. Right. Whatever. As we talked about earlier, you have all that equipment at your house. So the plan from the get go that you do that we were going to do was we'll get him back to the, get him to the side by side, take him back to the house. We'll, we'll lift, lift him up, him up out of the there and, and, and do it that way. So take, yeah, bake my woods. And yeah. So I said, Wife's not too keen at having gut piles around the house. No, so. I guess not. Yeah, so I said, woods. do I, do I feel dress him here or what? You're like, no dude, actually it's easier because you're going to, hide them you know yeah raise them up it's easier to do it that way so right this is where the work begins and this was important for me too um because you had said hey man i'll i'll help you i go no that like to me yeah the least i can do is fucking try to handle this fucking bust my ass yeah and hate it for a little bit yeah because on your third hunt sitting in a blind like this dude just presents himself like there's got to be some fucking work involved (laughs) dude to me how it all happened was just so perfect. It never happens like that. What I mean by that is 
rarely do you go hunt for the first time that year. The, f- the first time that year. This is the first time you've been out deer hunting. My third time in my life. In your life. Okay. You get set up in a blind, which most people don't really hunt out of blinds. Right. It's not as common as you think. You're in a thick shit, and you're probably thinking, I'm, I, and I wouldn't be shocked if you were probably thinking, like, this is a shitty spot. I didn't. I, I did. <laughs> I thought I mean? that. I was like, dude, this you, is kind of busy out here. If you look at it, there's, dude, your, your farthest shot you're going to get is about what, what we had. Yeah. And that's it. And, and, I, and I was like, dude, they're coming through here quick. You got, it's almost better to have like a no scope and like use like a lever action rifle with like iron sights because it's all just quick. Get the gun up and shoot. Yeah, right. I got you. But <laughs> it never happens like the way it happened to where your first day out, you get up, we go, we get in the stand. And then within less than two hours of legal, or yeah, just under two hours of legal, do you have? a very large buck down right on your first hunt whatever it is you and it it's funny but like you didn't get to fucking suffer it was 54 degrees no i didn't suffer at all hell i i had to take off my well first when we when we were at my house backtracking when i when i first opened the garage door and come out and pull the side by side out to turn the heat on to let it warm up a little bit I'm like, I have to turn the AC on. It's fucking hot. Yeah. I took off my underlayer. I had two layers on my top, uh, uh, a hoodie type thing, hunting hoodie, and then like a uh, just a, a thin layer below that. And I was end up, I was just down in my bibs and just that thin layer because yeah. I was already hot. Yeah. And uh, I had on jeans. Yeah. A pair of a, a whole scent lock, uh, top and bottom that my buddy had given me. My buddy Nick at work gave it to me. He's yeah. like, hey man, use this shit and. A long sleeve shirt. Yeah, dude. you were not. We were not. No, we I did not, not get to suffer. Full there was no suffering. You didn't sit all day. Yeah, you didn't. You know, have that trial and turbulations of what. I mean, because up to this point, I've I've I already got three deer on the ground at right. this point. So like, I am in no position to want to really shoot anything. I mean, we could have we could have stuck it out for a few more hours. Hell, we had a doe run by as we were retrieving the deer. Right. Yeah, you know, we could have we could have sat back out. We could have stayed in the stand. I mean, that deer that deer could have sat there for four more hours and been fine. Yep. But we were both like, fuck it, let's just go. We yeah. got our work cut out for there us. There wasn't anyway. a lot of suffering, but there's yeah. zero suffering. It never happens. I know. It never happens. I, I mean, I, I don't know, but I Dude, could. I, I suffered could last year because, like I said, I didn't shoot a deer last year. I, I wasn't really looking to shoot does. I had one buck that I wanted to kill. Saw him one time, didn't have an opportunity, and I continued to hunt up until January 15th. Yeah. Cold as shit. And I suffered, and I had nothing to show for it. Right. But that's hunting. I hear you. I hear you. It's called hunting for a reason. Obviously, I didn't expect anything like this to go down. God, no. I I was expecting you to kill a deer. Wasn't expecting you to kill a a hammer. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, Which was awesome that you did. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And honestly, and and I I had people that gave me shit. You know, I sent sent your picture to uh, a group chat of mine, uh, guys, and they're like, Dude, you're letting all these people shoot these fucking monsters off your off your property. I go, it ain't my property. Right. I go, I don't care. Yeah. I go, honestly, I got more out of this hunt with him killing that deer than I did out of any other deer that I've ever killed. And there is something to be said for you doing that for other people. Yeah, I mean, I mean like I said, great. I got flack for it, and I'm like, whatever. I'm I'm used to getting shit. I've been getting shit my whole life. I'm the youngest of four. Yeah. I, it don't bother me at all. Well, sorry. I played college sports, dude. I got shit from coaches. I mean, I got, I've been told I'm a fucking idiot. Right. I mean, oh, it don't matter. It's not that bad. It, dude, it, nothing gets to me. Yeah. It's cool. But I was just like, dude, I'm telling you. Yeah, because of the funny thing, because like, I shot a buck, right? 
My buddy shot a buck. You shot a buck. We shot them all at the same fucking property within yeah. 500 yards of each other. And I had the smallest buck out of all three of them. That is funny. I don't give a fuck. That's funny. I though. really don't care. And the irony of it is It is funny. funny. The yeah. irony is funny. Yeah. But at the back of my mind, I'm like, I got three deer down. I got meat out the ass. My freezer is completely full. Yeah, you got to get a new that one. Any deer, because I'm still going to go try to shoot a buck. I still have two doe tags. Yeah. For, I bought them for whatever fucking reason. I don't know why. Probably because my one brother wasn't able to come into town to hunt this year. He's going through a job change. He got hired in a new company. Pretty sure. Um, and so he just doesn't have the time. Chances are I'll probably go out and shoot him a doe, get it processed, send it to him in a, in a cooler in the mail, and he'll be happy with that. I got a tag. I'll come get him one and just give it to him, man. <laughs> I might, mean, I'd be happy hey, to do that. that. If you want to do I'd that. I'd be happy to help him can, out, man. I've been helped out big time. So we can do that, I too. Can we do. can set that up. But uh, I still have my buck tag, and I fully intend of punting that tag on a, on a big buck. And I probably will not take any of that meat. Yeah. And so... I have a neighbor who asked me if, if I was interested in donating it to the to the firehouse. I'm into that, too, yeah. And I was like, well, what I'll probably end up doing is, because they have, like, Share the Harvest, which sure. is a cool thing. Fuck yeah. But uh, if I can donate just to the local fire department so they have a bunch of meat. I'm all about that. I'll do that, too. All that's pretty it. cool. Yeah. Um, and so that's why I told him, I go, well, I'll cape out if I shoot a buck, which I'm fully intending to do. Tape it out, and then I'll just give you the body. Yeah. Um, and you can legally, I mean, you can. there's nothing wrong with that. I mean, I don't see why. You're still punching your tag yeah, and doing it the right take, way. Whatever, what I do with the meat is up to me. Yeah. If I give it, donate it to whoever. I mean, if I have to do some legality, I can contact. I have the MDC agent from my county on in, in my phone. Like, I know her. Well, when I took it so. to the Wright City Meat Company, they asked me, are you donating this? Yeah. So that's an option. It's a legal yeah. option. Yeah. They, they yeah. have a they have a whatever right. church or something. They, they Yeah, they do so share their harvest. It's it can't be illegal. Yeah. The meat gets donated to, like, the less fortunate or to, like, like the food banks and stuff like that, which... I'm all about that. Yeah. Being less fortunate a bunch of times. You can't technically really buy deer meat. No. I think we some can't sell it. meat places... Or... Yeah, you can. You can... I don't know what... It, if you do it like on the private sector, like private market, like just selling it to people, I don't know if that works. I mean, you can, there's ways around anything. Oh, yeah. But, you know, I mean, so, I've given a lot of deer meat away to people over the years. And, yeah. But it's so damn expensive now, and I'm too lazy to, I mean, I have all the equipment to like make snack sticks, jerky, and all that stuff. Dehydrator, grinder, stuffer, I yeah, got a smoker. Yeah. I got all that stuff. But like to spend the time, like, deboning it and doing all that, I don't have the time it's or the a lot of work. I got two little kids. Yeah. Sure. You know, I got a wife. I got, Animals, I got no Business, time for that shit. Yeah. yeah, and we're getting into like you know leaf season and all that stuff, and hopefully snow soon. Yeah, but I don't have time for that. I hear you. And when you shoot as many deer as I shot this year, it gets expensive. It adds getting up. In the process. I mean, I've probably spent at least six hundred dollars at the processing, just getting it grinded up and put it in the bags. I bet. Yeah. In the back straps, because I'll take all that ground up stuff and make my own stuff out of, of it. Of course. Over yeah. the winter, right. I got no time at all. To you know, I got all the time in the world. Yeah. So. so you brought up, let's go get a photo over by the lake. Right. I'm like, all right, I'm dragging this guy out of here. I got to do this work. So, oh, yeah, you 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 volunteered. You're like, oh, I, I'm doing this all myself. I needed to. And I'm not going to lie, man. It hurt me a little bit to not help you because I feel like a schlub. No, I'm sitting here I wanted that in front for of you. me. I mean, that, I was clearing the path for you no, so yeah, you weren't stumbling. I was just about to say that was the huge because I'd hit a yeah. patch of leaves that made it kind of slick, so yeah, oh yeah. it got a little easier. Yeah. But then we got over the lake, and there was a little bit of an incline, and I had taken a couple breaks. <laughs> and I was uh, like, I'll put this rifle down. Yeah, you, you grabbed a, you yeah. grabbed a side for me, which was much appreciated. So yeah. 
we got up there, got photos. Um, Jake came over and we all, you know, started talking. It had a moment. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. We were kind of hanging and, um, I, I learned this from Steve Ranella's buddy, um, Giannis Patelis. He yeah. always, he always takes a little, little something and puts the, it in their the mouth. The Yugoslavian or whatever he is. Yeah. 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 Uh, yeah. Or something like that. Where he's the from, fuck is he from? He's from, was it like North Africa? Or he's from no, somewhere he's, it's European. Yeah. Um, Latvia. Latvia. Yeah. The Latvian Eagle. That's what they call yeah. it. Yeah. But they, uh. He takes a little something and puts it in their mouth, like for the ride. I know that's whatever, but I think that's kind of cool. So I did yeah. that. Um, we got him back to Brady's house, loaded him up, got him back to the house, and we we strung him up on the uh, what is that tractor? Yeah, yeah, on the loader. So those yeah, on the loader. Yeah. So those things that they use that's for hay, to, huh? To spread them, they're called gambrels, right? And that particular one that I have, one of my cousins actually made me. Yeah, this is rebar. He's a, wel- he's a cool. welder. Yeah, yeah. yeah, he made out of rebar painted orange. I noticed. Cool. Yeah, yeah. So we got him up there again. Um, at per my request, I Brady and Jake they we grabbed- kind of hung back. Yeah, yeah, we didn't. Um, I I don't even. I mean, I got a little bit of blood on me. Yeah, but I don't. I didn't get my hands dirty at all. That, we we kind of let you do just. We cheers to beer. Oh yeah, we had a few. So that was man sodas. That was fun. Yeah, nothing so- better than a be- cold beer at nine. 40 in the morning. It was early, yeah. <laughs> well, because it was funny because I didn't even think to grab a beer. J- Jake went up to the house to get something. He comes back with a bunch of cold beers, and I'm looking at him. I'm looking back at my phone. I'm like, dude, it's like 930. What the fuck are you doing? He goes, dude, deer was just killed. I'm like, you know what? You're right. Yeah. Go get me one. <laughs> I haven't had a regular beer in a long time. Yeah, but, yeah. like, that was the fucking day for dude, it. Sometimes you know? a cold beer just, yeah. even when you're not, not like you're trying to get turn one on or not. No, no, no. Just, like, cutting the grass. It's hot as shit out. Right. And just one ice cold one. Dude, sometimes it just hits that spot. Yeah. So, um, with you guys, both of your supervision and um, uh, knowledge yeah. and guidance on yeah. the whole thing, I... You did a clean cape, man. Took a little while, but we worked it, it out. And sometimes slow is smooth. And I'm smooth all right is with fast, it. Right? I didn't need it to go fast. I yeah. just, you know, and temperature wise, you kept reassuring me that Dude, it's fine. not like anything was yeah. going to go bad or anything. No. So I yeah. got them caped out. Uh, did a hell of a job. Thanks. I mean, buddy. honestly, that's probably one of the better ones I've seen. They're good teachers. You got it. You got that high down to where you still a lot of that neck meat was able to be used. Yeah. Because a lot of guys will just get it, get it past their shoulders and cut that whole neck off. I'm like, there's a lot of good meat on there. Oh, really? So, yeah. And then that, you you basically cut it off to the damn near base of the skull. Yeah, I, it was close. I mean, it was, I, got I, mean, I wasn't down I there when you guys did that because I had to run up and help my wife with some, no, yeah, I got with you. some stuff on, like, insurance stuff. But when I came back, the cape was done. And I remember I made a joke. I'm like, shit, I was expecting this damn thing to be gutted by now. Yeah, no shit. <laughs> Hurry the fuck up, man. You know? Uh, but, uh, no, yeah, it did a hell of a job on it. Thanks, I mean, buddy. I, I mean, yeah, it was, I was just listening and paying attention and remembering some things too. I've watched. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I got down there and, uh, I, I was lo- raising the loader up. I was in the track and I come back down and, and you were using your elbow to dig it down, which is a great tactic. Um, and I looked at your sleeve from like your, I mean, from your pinky up to your freaking collarbone. Yeah was just red. I was digging it out of my nails today. And the crazy part was the reason it was so bloody was because of that gunshot. Because oh, yeah. you double lunged them. Yeah. Quartering two, double lung, all that blood on that hide yeah. and on that body was bubbling. Dude, that was the hardest part. I couldn't get a grip. Even if I so went much, up under yeah. on the fur, I couldn't get. Just I just was sliding. Normally, I mean, because the blood was just pouring out at that point. We had no blood, right? No blood the whole time. Yeah, it was clean. And even in the back of my side-by-side brain, it wasn't that much blood. Most of the blood that was in there was from the other four deer that were killed and right. putting that thing this year. Yeah. So it, 
all the blood was behind that hide. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, it it did make it was like yeah for a little more like harder for me first yeah. time, but uh, that just had to be maybe next time we'll try the old golf ball trick. We put the golf ball on the hide, tie a rope around it, and then pull it off with the ranger. I was wondering if it would work, but to me, it was definitely worth taking my time yeah, and just cutting yeah. them up. You know, yeah. I mean, you definitely weren't afraid to get your hands dirty. Which, no, no, which no, no, no. I, you you can't be. Because I, I know so many guys that, that have no problem going out and shooting them, but they don't want to do the dirty work. They yeah. don't want to gut them. They don't want to smell it. They don't want, I'm like, how can you not? I had to experience It's it. not even about the experience. It's just like, if you can't do that part, you shouldn't, you shouldn't be, be taking a life. Yeah. 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 And I, and I, I guess, I guess, I guess everybody, everybody has their own thing. But it's like, to me though, I think that's, yeah, that's a part of it. Like to me, but I'm, you could also say dropping it off to get it processed is pushing sure. too. So I, absolutely. I, I get that part. Absolutely. You know, everybody's got different shit. I, I don't look at, I, I'm just super lazy with that part because I've, I mean, I, I've killed three deer this year, right? I'm telling you right now, if I would have done the first one, which is a doe, I shot two does and then a buck. The first one, I could have gutted it and deboned it, but those two deer I shot at nighttime. And the first one, it was during that antlerless doe portion in October, right. which is the first time Missouri's had that season where they had a rifle antlerless the first weekend of October. Huh. So I wanted to be a part of that. Sure. Course. So I went out. I didn't even hunt Friday or Saturday. I just went out that, that Sunday evening because I knew I was going to see deer. I mean, I see 15 deer in my backyard every evening. Yeah. Just in my field, not yeah. even in the woods. So I shot that one like 80 yards in my woods, dropped her, let her sit, and I went and had dinner <laughs> with the kids, put them down, or I was doing the process, which champion wife, I mean, yeah, she's, she's put up my shit. Dude. Yeah, she's a beast. She's not big enough. She's not a big hunter, never shot a gun in her life, doesn't really eat deer meat. We're going to be microdosing her this year, though. Yeah. I've told her, I go, look, we got little here, every little bit there. of 200 pounds of deer meat in my freezer. I'm like, we're going to be, you're going to have to try it. And she's like finally kind of realizing like the money that it'll save too on food. Like, sure. If she actually does eat it, I'm like, we can blend it with. I mean, it's already blended, but we can go like say spaghetti. We'll do half half pound of beef, yeah. half pound of deer meat mixed with beef. Ease in a little bit. We'll microdose you. Or you just keep eating that shit. Come over here and lift all these fucking weights. You'll be a fucking house, dude. <laughs> yeah. I'm like That's the reason, plan. and like the reason you have to really blend it with shit is because I mean I'll be honest. Like my brother even says to me a couple of years ago, he's like, I really don't like the way deer tastes. And I'm like, I get that because it has a has a different taste to Definitely. it. Definitely. But you have to like, you have to prepare it a certain way. Yeah. You have to season it well. You have to do some certain things. I mean, like bag straps. I mean, I could throw that on a grill and eat it. I like the way that tastes. They're good. But like when you get the ground up stuff, it does have like sometimes it can have like a sour, not sour, but sometimes just like a different taste to it. Well, it's so different from growing up on eighty twenty. Yeah. You know, so it's like pump with. Hormones yeah. and probiotics and it's shit. It's gonna be different when that meat's pink. There's a yeah, and beef is a different taste. I mean, sure. be, beef and pork are completely different. Sure, the taste. Everything. You can say it's an acquired taste. Yeah, it is one hundred percent. And dependent on who prepared. People lived on venison for a very oh, long time because yeah. oh, yeah. it was good. Lean. All that was there, really, sure. unless you got out to bison country. Sure, yeah. Because they didn't they didn't domesticate cattle in you know those times. No, so. They're eating venison, yep, which is super high in protein, super low in fat. Yeah, so you can't just eat that. You have to incorporate some sort of fatty yeah. meat, like salmon or. I added pork beef. into mine. Pork, yeah, yeah, because you'll get protein sickness if you eat straight venison for months on end. Right, it'll make you sick. It was crazy though. Uh, like I was telling you, the gal at the uh, 
at the processor, she was saying that last year a lot of people were doing beef fat. Yeah. This year more are doing pork. Now, in my experience, just talking to guys, it's I never have heard of anything other than pork. So I. Yeah. So I, mean, I, I guess did whatever. I did my first two deer, the ground stuff. I mixed it with beef fat, just straight beef fat to give it that flavoring, because I'm going to use a lot of that meat for cooking. Yeah. And then the buck that I shot, I mixed that with pork fat and pork pork trimmings so pork actual pork meat right and i had them make a lot of breakfast sausage because that's pork's a big sausage of course thing. yeah and then i that so for some reason like when you when you do like smoking and stuff we, and we talked about this a little bit pork fat and, and trimmings will do better in the smoker really when you're making snack sticks summer sausage whatever you're doing i get it then the beef will yeah just like when you're smoking pork and you're smoking beef there's a different way you do it i'm there's sure way you prepare it different way you handle it yeah so I was always told, like, when you're going to smoke something or do whatever, pork is a better alternative. You can still do beef, but pork holds it together. For some reason, it's better. I hear you. I, don't, I hear you. I'm not a... There's a science behind it. I'm not it. a butcher. I'm yeah. not a specialist there. I can, you know, I can do the front end of it, but the back end of it, I'm still kind of Sure, learning. yeah. So... It's interesting. Uh, a guy at work, uh, Matt Long, he... Uh, they'll... The, the whole family will get all their... They're from, like, uh, Montgomery City. Yeah. The whole family will get all their deer after season. They'll have them all hung up. They got a whole fucking thing going. Yeah. But that they have them hung up and waiting, and then they'll pick another weekend later on, and everybody goes up there. Everybody's got a job. Yeah. You're, you're casing, you're stuffing, yeah. you're mixing, oh, yeah. you're whatever, and everybody's got a you job save to do. save a lot of money to and do it that way. And they get fucking just a lot of good. Well, I'm going to have to figure something out because. See, I'd like to learn. We own land in northern Missouri in Macon County, property that my dad had purchased. Um. I want to say, God, I was probably in high school. So sometime between like 2005 and 2010. Yeah. Because I graduated in 2010. I'm a baby. And so sometime in there is when he purchased it. He purchased it with money that was from the sale of my grandma's farm. Right. When she passed away. It was like 40 acres. You'd pay like 60 grand for it. Wow. 40 acres. Wow. 60 grand. Which is probably worth uh, close to 200 now. No shit. Um, it's got electric, water, and everything on it. But it's in the CWD containment zone of Macon County where they allow for calling at the end of the season. Okay. So between January, so the season ends January 15th, last day of deer season. This season is from January 16th to March 15th. And it's only certain portions of the state are allowed. You get 10 tags. I can put whoever I want on those tags. I can give you two tags. I can take two. I can give my buddy, whoever I, I allow to hunt the property. I gotcha. And we can use whatever means we want. For the most part, you can bait them and you can shoot them at night. You can spotlight them. Just population control at this they point. They want to try to thin out the CWD. And that that's a whole other podcast in its own right. It's oh. talking about the MDC's management of CWD in the state. A lot of mixed reviews on that. I won't even get into that. But I'm thinking this year of taking advantage of it. And not that I really need the meat because I don't. But I think it would be cool to be a part of that. Even though I don't really... So I don't really agree with the way they manage it, but if they're saying that that portion is where they're having a big breakout in CWD, then I'll do my part. Well, ultimately, this is all conservation. You know what I mean? It's yeah. all It's all... Because if we, if we don't do it, then they just don't do it, or we can give them the permission, and they send in shooting squads. So I'd those, rather do those, it myself. Yeah, I'd rather do it myself. And so how it works is if the deers test positive for CWD... They take it and dispose of it. If they don't test positive for it, you get to keep the meat. What's CWD? 
chronic wasting disease. Oh, okay. So they call it chronic wasting disease. It's basically like they call it like mad cow disease, but for deer. Okay. Very similar. You don't want that spreading. <sighs> I think the last time I read about it, they said you can still eat it, but I don't think I would. I don't. If want I had it. my my choice, I probably wouldn't. No, I don't. I'm with you. Yeah, I'm good. I don't pass on that. I don't need that. But um, yeah. So I think I think I'm gonna take part of it in this year, and I'm thinking about setting up your own shop. Well, like, like doing it. I'm saying. Yeah, I think I'm gonna end up doing it, going up there. But the problem with this property is it's like re- really ridgy, flat. There's one flat area, but we we also there's a farmer up there who we let lease we let we lease the field to allow the cattle to run on the property. So you kind of have that disturbance too. Yeah. So I don't. I have never. I've hunted it one time in the last 15 years, 20 years. There's deer there. Um, it's a little bit farther than our other farms, um, and I just. It's gonna be a lot of work. It's worth to, looking to into it. though, and it's see if it's feasible. It's, and... it's pretty cool. Yeah. And I'm like, if we're gonna do it, we're gonna do it that last, that first portion of it in January when right. bucks are still holding antlers. Yeah. There's no antler restriction. You can shoot whatever. You can already shoot whatever up there anyways because there's no CWD zone. Oh. Okay. The whole county. But if they're still holding antlers, then you can technically you could potentially shoot a big old buck. Sure. And still have the antlers. And, and there's and no reason they're not up there any more than anywhere else. Right, right. You know. And the pressure around there on hunting is probably pretty high. I would imagine it's a big hunting county. I'm sure. Probably one of the top 10 deer harvested counties in the state, hmm. I would say. Um, but I think we're going to I think I'm gonna take advantage of that. So well, if you're interested. Do it once and see what you, happens. Yeah. Get your name on a couple of the tags. Fuck and I think yeah. what, we'll, what we'll do is we'll probably, uh, one of my buddies has a camper. And just because it's going to be cold as shit. Yeah. That time of the year. February, January is when it's usually the coldest. Oh, yeah. And we'll uh, we'll put a blind up and just spot, throw out some corn and a hammer. I might set up a few cell cameras just to see if we're actually getting a lot of activity well, beforehand. And then, yeah. Well, never mind. I was going to say, look at it this way. You could donate that, but I don't know if that would be safe either. So, yeah. I mean, you probably you could, but I don't know how that works too out yeah. of your season. Like, how if they still do the share the harvest or. You know, I don't know how. But I don't think you'd be doing it if it wasn't, like, regulated somehow. If they Yeah, need it, if I mean, they it's all it legit. Yeah. yeah, it's all legit. It's just, I'll probably, too. We'll see what happens. People that I know that deer hunt that maybe didn't shoot anything during the season. Sure. Give them an opportunity to maybe get a deer on the ground. That's and awesome. Meat, whatever it is. See, the whole community, they're about, like, sharing, whether it's the experience or the food. Yeah. Or, like, you know, at work, we'll set it up where... They will set it up where, you know, you know the guys that are there mm-hmm. like appreciate everything you've done and 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 you know what I mean yeah. like at least have a sense of like gratitude yeah. about it because there's obviously some people just just not well, the thing yeah That's well cool then too, too like but. the camaraderie too around it I mean even in the workplace right like nobody wants to go to work and just hate the guys they fucking work with no That's so unbearable yeah like even like with me like I have employees that work for me and they didn't see me a whole lot middle of the summer, late summer, because I was out cutting hay, which, you know, if I didn't, like, when I, in, in former jobs that I've had, if I didn't have to see my fucking boss, I'd be happy. It's not bad. Right? But they like me being around, and, yeah. and, it's, and if they don't see me out doing what they're doing in the heat, I'm sitting in the cab tractor with AC blowing, listening to the podcast, right. listening to music, chilling. Why am I working know? my ass? Yeah. But I'm like, you know, I'm doing this, too, because it's generating revenue. I'm like, you guys are still getting paid. You're doing what you ever do. Everything's hunky dory. We're good to go. And then you give them the whole week off for. I give so. them the whole week off for deer season. I had my my one guy who's salaried. He uh, he called. He texted me last night. This is so funny. 
texted me last night. He goes, "Hey man, are we working Monday?" I'm like, "Tyler, you know we're working Monday. We always work that Monday. I give you, I give you Saturday to Sunday off. If you can't get some deer between then, that's not my problem. Get to work." And then I was, and I didn't, I didn't say it like that. But no, he's been around since 2019. I started my business in 2017. He's in it for the long haul. This is talking about people yeah. that want to do it for the, you know, he's getting paid way too much to do what he does in the market. Right. I'm not saying he's not worth it, but I'm saying, you know, no, based off the market, I can get a hell of a lot cheaper labor, but probably get cheaper quality. It's too. good labor, right? It's great labor. Yeah. So, and I want him at a position too at some point where he's not in the field. Yeah, doing running the, work. the shit. He's, yeah. He's basically doing shit so I can go party in Barbados with my wife. You right. know what I mean? That sounds good. <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, but yeah, and, and so I, I was checking the weather because we were going to start on leaf camps tomorrow. And so I was checking the weather. I'm like, well, there's a chance of rain starting around like 11 o'clock. Yeah. And then I go, I text him, I go, go, go ahead and hunt if you want to. That's cool. And I'm assuming he didn't shoot anything today. He said he got on a big buck and he wanted to try to give it a chance. So I'll probably end up, which really sucks for me because we're really, we're really pushing on time, but I'll probably end up letting him just hunt Monday and Tuesday. That's cool, man. Because I know it'll mean a lot more to him. Fuck yeah, than it does to me. I mean, what's a- one or two days? Absolutely. But then we can't work Thursday because it's Thanksgiving. I'll probably give him off Black Friday. I was planning on bow hunting all day on Wednesday because it's my first chance back. I should be able to shoot a buck. There you go. So I'm like, I'm probably yeah. going to take two weeks off. We should be working, but it is what it is. I and think it's, I think it's cool. I've been hunting too, so they, they've been they've been hunting. But they're hourly guys, which is a little different for yeah, them. But yeah. He's my main guy, like my main foreman guy. So he, yeah. You got to take care of him. He'll take care of you. Take care of him, you know? Yeah. But, so, uh, yeah, I get Elmo dropped off. Um. Oh, I don't even. How I, the? How, yeah, we didn't talk. I about, didn't even get to tell you all this. Wait, the meat locker or the? the well, the meat locker was a trip too. I did call you about this. Yeah, but, we talked uh, about that. Yeah. So we had them completely caped out or skinned. Mm-hmm. When I pulled up, I backed in and and she came up and was like, "Okay." And we were talking for a minute. I filled out my paperwork. He come out and. uh he got it set up to go get hooked and put in the cool. They didn't put it on the ground, right? They just no. Took it in. They they he put it on his fucking shoulder. I'm like, dude, you want some help? I'm he carried that sucker. Yeah, I go, dude, I'm covered in blood. Those I guys don't... are, dude. Those guys are a rare breed than butchers. I said, dude, I'll help you. He was like, no, I got it, and he fucking Man. hoisted it up, took it inside. So I went around. Wait, which did he have like a little like cap on? Yeah, yeah, like a welding cap. Yeah, <laughs> cool. That dude. Cool old dude. Now, Grant, I've been up there three times for three deer that I've dropped off. Oh, this is right city meat co. We're talking about. Yeah. They're uh, they're under new ownership, and I'm gonna tell you right now. So far, I'm very happy with them. This year, it's great taking deer there in the past like decade. This is the best I've seen out of them. Nice. They're a little bit pricier than some of the other places, but I think it's worth it so far, in my opinion. However, that guy, he, he was getting that because they, when they they have not enough room, right? Because there's so many. They had like over 500 deer come in that first two days. I bet. We were talking seventy-five to a hundred thousand dollars worth of de- revenue from just deer. Sure. On top of the, what they do, beef, lamb, yeah. pork. You know, their regular old meat locker. So they have like semi trucks to hold, like free- freezer semi trucks oh, to yeah, hold. Oh yeah, they the were all meat. running. Yeah. So he goes in there to retrieve my deer. I got two big racks of deer meat coming out for that one deer, and this dude's got like a piece of deer meat just stuck yeah. to his cloak. Yeah. He didn't <laughs> give a fuck. He don't give a fuck. He was in it. Yeah. So um, I go around front to finish up the paperwork. You go around and you kind of tell them what you want, what you want to add to it, and all this other stuff. I got some. I got like uh, four pounds of beef stick. The kids love them. I love yeah. them. Got some of those, and then uh, uh, back straps and like uh, it's a kind of like a sirloin tips is how she described it. Yeah, I'm gonna try something. You know, whatever. Um, but I said, ma'am, 
do is there any kind of uh, taken off of the price for having it skinned already? Mm-hmm. And she looked at me and she was like, "They took it." Yeah. And I said, "What do you mean?" And she was like, "We usually don't take them if they're skinned." I was yeah. like, "Well, again, and I told her straight yeah, up. And I was he, like, yeah. I was like, ma'am, this is my second time ever doing this. You're gonna." She was like, "Babe, I got you, cool country." They're gal. super nice. Yeah. Yeah. Um, she's. I said so. In for the future. Like, if I'm wanting to mount it, what would I do? And she was like, well, you'd pay us to, to cape them for you. Yeah, give us another 50 bucks to do. I was like, all right. Well, I said, look, I really apologize. I didn't know that. She was like, it's okay. If they took it, you're good. That must have mean you it did was, a good yeah, job skinning it. So, you did a very good job. But I said, why is that? And she said that, honestly, other hunters have fucked it up. Yeah. She said, because what happens is they'll skin them in the field, drag them back to the house or the truck or wherever they do. Now the meat's so all dirty. dumb. They drop them off to us. Yeah. We give them their meat back, and there's dirt and shit in their meat, and then they come back and complain. Right. She's like, I get so, it. And she I get said, it. So we, we, a few years ago, we stopped doing yeah, that. I totally get it. I was like, and I do too. I'm like, yeah. so look, my bad, but it'll never happen again. She was like, we'll take care of it. Don't worry about it. You know, so sure. they were cool on that one. So I got them dropped off. Um, you had given me the name of a guy, Jim Lucas. Yeah, if Jim Lucas. If anybody in town here um, uh, needs a taxidermist, he's right yeah. here in O'Fallon. Um, Does it out of his freaking basement. Yeah, dude. Uh, he's a young. He's my age. He's like yeah. 31, yeah. 32. And uh, it, it's cool. You go in there, and he's like a little like sitting area. He's got some of the mounts of the deer that he's killed. Yeah. And then you go in like this like back room. It looks like you're going to do a, a cocaine deal. Cause it's just like it got, looked like a fucking serial killer. <laughs> There's just yeah, blood just everywhere. Oh my god! Ted Bundy's uh, layer. Yeah, because he's got like fluorescent lights and yeah, stuff, yeah, like yeah. a sink. It's a and, it's a legit. There's just deer heads everywhere, setup, yeah. and they're all tagged, you know, so he knows who's is and who's. But so, um, that's how a lot of them are. Yeah. So I, I mean, get him home. I got him in a bag, his hide, and then his head. Yeah. Did you my, fit him in the freezer? Fuck no. Oh, uh, so first of all, I have to take the Thanksgiving turkey out of the freezer, which it needed to come out anyway. So oh, I thought, sure. but thawing, like, yeah. I, so Alicia's like, I said, come out and meet Elmo. She, and she even told me, she was like, I'm really happy for you, but it's like, yeah. it's sad for me. I said, babe, I get it. But yeah. like, you know, and the dog was checking him out and shit. Does and she, does she eat meat? She has, she has before. She's tried like, it. Just meat in general though. Like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. Okay. I yeah, yeah, wasn't yeah. sure. Yep. Uh, but venison, not it's, so much until no. me, and then she kind of accidentally made a breakfast casserole one year with my venison instead of sausage. I'm like, babe, it was clearly marked. How did she, just the smell of it when you're sautéing it, browning the it? The look, everything. Completely different. Everything. It's yeah. like red and white, like checkers with venison, not for resale. And like all yeah. that. It did not look like the Tennessee Pride <laughs> sausage. Not, it, no, no. But. But so it was already done and over with. I had those two pounds thawing out good? to the make a chili. Casserole? It was fucking great, and everybody tried. The whole family tried it, and no one said it wasn't good. Chevelle, Did they know beforehand that it was? Oh, absolutely, meat? I told. Okay, okay. Chevelle, the oldest, uh, she said, "I don't like when deer get killed." So the idea of it. Yeah, she was right. like, "Dad, this is good," but it's just I was like, "Dude," and I think that's what most people struggle with. Absolutely. My wife is exactly why she won't. Why she hasn't. Is because the idea of it, yeah, which I completely understand, and I, but I understand it. But at the same time, my argument is the Stephen Rinella argument. If okay, you, if you saw the beef, if you saw the way that that cheeseburger from McDonald's yeah. was produced before yeah. they pumped all that shit in there and kept it frozen in their thing or whatever, you would have never eaten it. Fuck no. They bring. I don't them know in. if I would. Do you know how they do it? I mean, have you seen? Well, in most beef processing plants, they bring them in off the old meat wagons, right? The the 
hauling semis. Yeah. They put them in this thing. They flip them over, and they punch a bolt. Like yeah, it's a, not like even a, sharp. No it country like for a, old men. Yeah, it looks like a bolt that you would use to fasten a light post down it's just to the air concrete. pressure. Yeah. Just Right through their brain, mm-hmm. right, and then they cut their necks, let them bleed out. Yeah, and then it's onto the onto the strip another hide. Yeah, I mean it's it's literally so automated and so like the human element is taken out. Manufactured. It's yeah. all it's dude. It's yeah, yeah. Well, like chicken coops are the same. Yeah. you know it's not the pretty sights, but the, they're raised inside their whole life. Yeah, from egg to yeah. to killed. They don't. There's no free range about it. Yeah. And so, like, when you go to the grocery store and you look at the egg Lynn best and you look at the Schnooks brand or whatever, and you look on there like cage free, cage free doesn't mean they're they're range free. Cage free means they got to roam around the inside of a shed their entire life. Yeah, I mean they weren't in a cage. It can't be great. But they weren't out in the elements. Yeah. You know, it's like, but yet. But- that's I what get it. that's what people have grown up on. So I I, get I, it. I told I you, Bell, I completely understand. You don't have to. This is just something I told yeah. you. I told you up front. I, I I ain't gonna lie to you, but I think you should at least give it a shot before you sure. go. And she did. So good on um, her. So yeah, it didn't fit in the freezer. Yeah. <laughs> so then I switched back to now. I've got the freezer completely bloody. I switched yeah. back to the fridge. I had to take a shelf out of the. I had to clear out the whole refrigerator in the garage. Take a shelf out and finally kind of maneuvered him to where he would fit. Be, oh, because I had called Jim to see if I could come drop him off right away. Right, and he wasn't working. The shop was closed yesterday, whatever yeah. that day. So, uh, which is weird. He was closed on the Friday, but he took it on Saturday. He might have been out hunting himself. I don't know. Could have been. Yeah, yeah. that's a hard thing. I, I don't know how the taxidermist guys do it. Well, I, I because do. they're I taking. When does he hunt? He said he's only hunted twice this season. Just yeah. because his work he, I know his family has land somewhere. Yeah. Yeah. Well, he's like big time long distance, 338 Lapua guy. Like yeah. he, we were talking for a little bit. But so I got him in I, I so <sighs> when I had him on a, the phone. That's a round. <laughs> I got some I got something. I know. I had yeah. I got something else for you too. When I had him on the phone, I said, Hey, this is my first buck ever. I'm kind of on my own. Like I left my buddies. I I said, Do you want me to put them in the freezer? He said, Keep them cold the best you can. Yeah. I said, all right, I'll call you in the morning. He's like, I'll be up. Just come on by. So I went by. Um, apparently, he wanted me to spread the word about this, that they would rather you not wash them out. Really? Yeah, because it makes the tanning process. Some, there's a there's a reason why that I Yeah. Um, but he said, spread the word. It's easier and cleaner for us if you don't have that thing wet when you bring it in. Yeah. Well, because think about it. If, you put, if it's wet and you put it in the freezer, then it's like, now you got ice. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it takes anyway. longer to dry the hide and tan the hide and all that shit. And, and that is this taxidermist opinion. I am not telling anyone that this is the right or sure. wrong way yeah, to do I it. Mean, this I is just what this guy said. He's, I don't know left from right when it comes to that. Yeah. He's fucking local, local. So I wanted to use him. Uh, he is very fair price from what I've heard. Yeah. So I, I the last year that I got mounted was in 2021. Uh, 650 was the total price. Took 17 months to get it back. Yeah. This was out in Eolia. I called him again because he did a really good job. So I'm like, okay, I'll I'll be a repeat customer. Went from six fifty to nine hundred. Yeah. After basically one season, two twenty. I mean, how many people can do like, that job correctly? You know, they can I, kind hey, of dude, name the price. I, and I'm not going to sit here and say he was overpriced because I know it's a lot of work. Yeah. I know costs Slow, went up. Tedious. I, I I get it. I get it. Yep. But I'm like. Yeah, man. Nine hundred dollars. Yeah, because I got mine mounted from last weekend, and so I called my buddy Kale, who big hunter. 
I'm here. And I'm like, man, where'd you take your deer at? He's like, Jim Lucas will found. I'm like, give me the number. And so I took it there. And I'm thinking Jim Lucas. I'm like, this guy's probably like six years old. Yeah, been I know. Doing it his whole life. I pull, I go, I, I text him. like, hey, man, I'm here. He comes out. And I'm like, this dude's my age. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm like, hey, what? <laughs> but he's been doing it for like five, six years, he said. No, more than that. So check well, this more out. More than that. I, oh, had okay. text, I text him and said, hey, I'm out front. His wife came out okay. and was like, hey, I said, morning. And uh, she said, if you want, just go ahead and bring him around back. So I brought yeah. him back around the back. And uh, I mean, like, it, it's just, it's a whole setup yeah. of shit I've never seen. As a matter of fact, I talked to him while we were going. I'm like, hey, I do a podcast. Like, I just am into interesting people. Yeah. Would you be willing? Like, is that, I know some people just don't sure. want to do that. He was like, oh, hell yeah, man. I listen to tons of, but give me your show. And that all would that be shit. cool to yeah. have him come on and just hear his. Because he's on the complete flip side. I mean, he's a hunter, obviously, but he's on the other <laughs> side of the non-meat, the non-side of it. Oh, yeah. The the niche side of it. Yeah, not yeah, everybody, yeah. Well, it's an art one, form. can afford to do it because it is expensive. Sure. Even at $750, it is expensive. Yeah. Now, I think, like I was telling you, when I'm like, dude, you got to get this deer mounted. Just make it work. <laughs> oh, I <laughs> Which agree. is me completely out of line. No, I would. I, I can't tell you what to do with your own money. But I'm like, it's only a $200 deposit. And I'm like... I'm like, it, you, you won't have to pay the remainder for another year, yeah. give or take. Yeah. I'm like, just figure it out. <laughs> and I will. And <laughs> Which I'm, is out of pocket for me. I shouldn't have said that. But I'm like, dude, I'm telling you, in the long run, you'll be happy you did it as opposed to a European amount. Because a European amount, you can fuck that up so easily. Yeah. Well, from you saying that and other guys that I trust also, yeah. um, I I know that I made the yeah. right decision. And I'm telling you, dude. You may have to do a little legwork to get it in the house, but don't put that thing in the garage. No, fuck no. I told Alicia, <laughs> when you're coming down our steps, um, we went on a couple's retreat. Right on the square when you come down looking straight at it? Well, hang on, because oh. that was the weekend that we knew we were going to get married. So that photo, mm. it's super important to oh, me. Oh, I didn't even pay attention when yeah, I was coming in. Yeah, it's, okay. it's really important to me, but <laughs> I did make attention. the joke. I was like, hey, what I think I'm going to do, I'm going to take that stupid fucking photo down and hang it right. She was like, what did you just say? I'm like, like I'm totally kidding. She's I'm like, oh, you're going to hang it in the basement? Yeah. Okay. So I'll I'll keep him on my wing of the house and stuff. But yeah, uh, yeah he'll, so uh, Jim said... Uh, 12 months or less. Yeah, that's what he told me, yeah. um, which is good time. Yeah, yeah. Anything 9 to 12 months is insane. I, I, well, you saw how many antlers were in there. That's, now, I, not all those are getting mounted shoulder mounts. I hear you. But hear it's you. still, like, even European mounts, man, you got to, you boil them, you do it too long, it's terrible. It's a process. The smell is terrible. Oh, yeah. I'm like, some guys will bury them and let the maggots yep. do the work. Yep. But then if you don't have the antlers covered up well enough, they'll get bleached. It the can squirrels get real fucked up. Yeah. So much. Yeah. yeah. I just don't want to fuck with it. Well, and so I walked in and I'm like looking around, I'm like, damn, that's a hell of a workload. He was like, well, this is only a portion of it, you know. So, but I'd asked him, I said, how does a guy get into this? This is, this is my point. And when, yeah. I, when I mentioned to him about the podcast, he's like, so is it a hunting? And I'm like, dude, if it was a hunting podcast, I wouldn't be coming to you like a fucking nerd with yeah. my first buck. Because I was like, hey, man, I don't know what to do. Yeah. You're going to have to help. He's like, dude, I got you. Starry eyed. Yeah, yeah. Oh, fuck. I was yeah. giddy and 10 foot tall, you know. But uh, I was like, no, man, it's, uh, it, there, there's not like a core subject matter that I like. I'd like to talk sure. to interesting people about cool shit, you know? Yeah. Um, so there's real world people about cool yeah. shit. Yeah. So he said, uh, I wouldn't hey, say I'm interesting, but this is very interesting, I promise. Um, he said, when you come back to get them, we'll set it up. Yeah. So I think that would be a cool. So now I've got, I wrote this little story to my son someday. 
I've got my buddy that took me on the hunt to get this fucking awesome buck. Yeah. And then I'll have the taxidermist who set him up for him. You know what I mean? I just sure. think, I think that'll be a real... Let it come full circle, yeah. But some shit I didn't know, I, I knew that uh, you could uh, have different poses, right? I, I, I know that there are This is options. something that I wanted to talk to you about yeah. tonight, too. I know there are other options, and I yeah. was asking him. So over on the wall, he has what he calls a form. Yeah. Okay. It's um, a little yellow. Yeah. It's just like foam. The, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, so I asked him, I was like, because he had one sitting over there. It looked, I don't think, I don't know if it was a customer's or what it was, but it was like a full creep is what he called it. Mm-hmm. And it looked fucking cool. Yeah. And and he said, it's not more work or anything. He was like, it's mm. just, I'm just telling you. What do you, you want it to look like? Generally, guys, first. So do you want to hear my take on that? Because I wanted to tell you. That that's this is literally what I thought about today when I was like, what do I want? Yeah, this right. Is one thing I want to tell you. Yeah. So I look at that and I'm like, all right, how was that deer looking at me when I shot it? That's what I want the mount to be. It was the full creep. So you know what I mean? Because he was quartering to you and he was turning to the right a little bit, but it was like a long turn because I know. You know what I mean? Yeah. So he was kind of like, you know, he's broadside kind of, but he's like this, but then he was like also like this. It, and that's what it reminded me of yeah. that full creep, him kind of looking around. Yeah. So I wanted to make that decision. He didn't talk me in or out of anything, yeah. but he said that that um, that form is from a guy like up Kirksville area that mm-hmm. makes forms. And yeah. he was like, you know, I like to keep my money local if I can, sure. which, which I'm totally with. Yeah. Um, and, and, and I think what it'll do, we he and I talked about it. I think what it's going to do is accentuate the size of that neck. Yeah. So I got him on a, I forgot what he fucking called it, a Midwest something. I forgot, but it was just, it was a standard kind of from neck up, it kind of looking to the left a little bit, which is the opposite of the way I was seeing him. But yeah. I don't, I don't really feel the need to get yeah. too picky about that yeah. part because I think it'll show that big fucking neck, which is like, besides, well, besides his antlers being broken and, and me um, imagining that he was like a fighter. That neck is my favorite part. He was a fighter. You know? That, yeah. That fucking big giant neck, it just um, looks cool to me. Also, too, you got to think about, like, placement in your house, where it's going to go. Exactly. Is it going to work in that area if I turn it this way or that right. way? And I still have no clue. Like, where I have them at my house, I, it, it could go anyway. Yeah, yours is really nice sitting up there, though. It looks yeah, good. Yeah, right above the kitchen table. Yeah, yeah. It looks And there's room cool. for two more. Exactly. There's, my wife goes, at what point is too many? Is is there too many? I go, there's no. That's an many. open-ended question, Ashley. I go, no, because they got plenty of room going down the steps. Yeah. <laughs> Basement's going to be finished yeah. here in the next six months. I'm like, no. We're <laughs> it's, getting full. I go, but, I got to get at least two every year. I go, that's that's what I'm allowed. Yeah. I go, why not? Yeah. You know? But he was telling me something I didn't know, of course. Um setting their ears back behind the antlers yeah it again accentuates Situates the amp, the, the rack, the, the rack yeah. kind of like the because he said i've seen them before and if the antlers are kind of out it takes your eyes all, like it's just a visual kind of mind game where your eyes start to see those ears instead of the rat blah, blah, yeah blah. so i i mean of course i had to take a lot of his suggestions yeah. on but oh, i know they course. were good you know it wasn't yeah, he's like, not gonna bullshit you. no no he knows it looks good yeah man i too i wish I wish I would have videotaped because I mean I have an iPhone 10R, so they have a decent enough camera and zoom. Yeah. I wish I would have had the like the wherewithal to like pull it up and be like zoom in a little bit, but I I was so focused on just keeping my eyes on the deer. I'm glad you did that. I didn't do that, but I'm like that would have been pretty cool to have like a picture or video of him before you shot. 
It's one of those that things. That would have been pretty cool. I agree, but I kind of like, you know how like when people go to a concert and they have their phone out the whole time? Yeah. I think that's fucking oh, silly. Like, dude, I'm, I I'm that. glad that I'm kind of glad that you and I are the only ones that have the actual. It was an organic feeling. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. like everybody's got cameras out with all these fucking holster. It's like, yeah, that, that, that's too many. Yeah. I, don't I, know, I get man. that too. Yeah, I like, sense. I just like the, when I'm at a show or whatever, I want to be watching oh, with God, my own dude, eyes. Yeah. You know, I don't, I don't take don't enough even... photos of my kids with my camera. Because I want to be watching In the them moment, play. Yeah. yeah, man, fuck that. So, um, but I did think about that, and I, of course, it would have been kind of cool and yeah. to see like. But I, I like, I like because I, I still have like in grant like I, like it was. I mean, it literally was damn near yesterday, right? Like two days ago, but I can still see him standing there looking at us. Yeah, just like I said in this letter, you know, all broad-shouldered, big neck. Yeah, you know, looking I s- dominant. I said in this letter, I honestly did not even see. I saw a rack. Like I yeah. saw, I know you that see I, the body. but you I can't wasn't, really see them with your own eyes when they're that far away. I was not counting. My, Especially when they're looking head on because their rack, usually the like tines are going to be in line with each other. Right. So you're seeing whatever's in the front. And let's be real. The front two little crab claws aren't the biggest. Yeah. If they were bigger, I mean, it, it, it'd make this deer even like more yeah. massive, but he was still a big rack. Deer. He, he was just thick masted. Just, yeah. I Huge. saw I saw enough to know, and by your like I already said your language and expression, yeah. I knew that 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 wasn't my focus. My focus was on shot placement and, and course, follow yeah. through and all that shit. But like I said in here, man, I didn't see his rack. It wasn't yeah. like I was counting one, two, three, four. Holy shit, yeah. he's a ten. I I did yeah. not I did not even. It, oh it, God, no! It wasn't even my. It's and like I said, it just happens too fast, dude. Yeah, and it and, always happens too fast. And like we said, he was looking this like he was still wanting to run. So yeah. it was like I didn't have time to go fucking. The only time points. I think hunting we really have time is early season when they're on food, because they're just sitting there moping around, eating, yeah. head down, doing something. Yeah. Or late season when they're just kind of like slow walking like zombies. Yeah. Because they're all tired. They're just trying to find a food source to, to put back weight. Sure. To be warm for the winter. It's this time of the year where it's like, dude, you you got you got to freaking make a quick decision. Yeah. Well, and I feel like <laughs> otherwise we, you're gonna get burnt. I feel like we had this little uh, quiet conversation about if you want it, you have to take it right this second. Yeah. And so I made that choice, and yeah, and it it just it all went it so all fucking went perfect. But dude, you, you, yeah, like was it Jake who said go buy a lot of tickets? Because uh, yeah. I mean it, you, dude, your your luck is on your side. Today. I'm telling you, man, I I couldn't be like happier and more grateful dude, and thankful. It was, and thank you so much again, Brady. It's man, like you you've made <laughs> some shit happen. You don't even realize. Yeah. I know you're happy, but like dude, it, was it was a great. fucking awesome experience. It was awesome. I like I tell my wife, dude, I had. It was just a cool feeling to be a part of that, and you know, I don't take that for granted. I mean, granted, I, like I got, I gained. I mean, physically, like I gained zero. You know, I'm doing. Well, that. Yeah, I, mean, I, I had to get up a little early. Right. I had to do whatever. I mean, you know, and I'm. I it, I didn't I didn't have to do any of that. I, no. mean, I just I thought it would be a good time and dude, yeah, get you on a deer. I mean, I wasn't expecting to get you on a deer. But it, it worked out well, and it definitely wasn't either. Yeah, I mean, it was it was a cool experience, and like I would do it again ten times out of ten. Awesome day, and you know, hopefully we can get you back out next year. Let's just see what happens, or man. maybe even again this year. One Hell. day at a time, you know. I mean, if you want to get out, I'm with it. You know, I've, we'll get you out. I had so much fun. Hopefully, get you make you suffer a little bit. Yeah, you, I, I know. Push I need, you in a stand with the wind blowing on you, and you know what? It needs to fucking rain the whole time. That's what I, I deserve. <laughs> oh, some rain, dude. I deserve it. Rain. Unless I'm in a blind 
and I got covered and my gun's not getting soaking wet. Yeah. I ain't on the rain. Yeah, it snow sucks. Snow I can do. It sucks, but I'll do snow, but rain sometimes is part of the deal. Because they're still moving in the rain. Yeah. The one thing that everybody overuses and abuses is can't kill them from the couch. Right. That's true. Yeah. I mean, you, you gotta get out there. The couch. You gotta be out there and in it. Well, hey, what is your um, website or Facebook or anything for anybody local that might need um, any services? Yeah, I mean, we didn't talk about the business at all, but yeah, it's Swift Lawn Care LLC.com is their website. Um, I'm vouching for him. Check him out. He does good work and yeah, he's fair we, and everything we, else. Yeah, we uh, just local small business. Yep. Um, small for now. Yeah, I mean, it's growing. If you ain't growing, you ain't moving. That's right. You know, you're losing. Well, buddy, so. I'm gonna let you get to the family. I know you got to get yeah. dinner and all that. Thanks again so much. You you did a a real game changer for me, and it's something I won't soon forget. Cool. I appreciate I loved you, buddy. Every minute of it. All right, guys. Thanks for tuning in. Uh, I just I'm glad I got to share this with you guys too. And uh, yeah, I'll talk to you guys soon, man. Uh, if you're out there hunting and you hear this, be safe and have a good time. And you know, I, I like to talk about like doing good things for other people. And, and this is one of those things that, uh, you know, if you know somebody that might want to go out, I don't know, take them out or at least let them go sit there with you. It can't hurt anything. And you never know, you could give them, uh, the kind of happiness and, and pleasure and joy and all that shit that I feel. So, um, take care of yourselves, do something good for somebody and, uh, just try to be nice to each other as much as you can, man. Take it easy.